to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down In Front. Our movie this week is from 1997. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's really? from It's from a million years ago. <laughs> Alien 4, oh my God. directed by Jean-Pierre Lanoue. Go ahead and pop in your DVD. <laughs> we said it 90 times when we started recording. And I'm, we're still not even sure it's right. Directed by Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and pop in your DVD. Press pause, press play. When the 20th Century Fox logo fades to black at the first frame of black, press pause. In a second, I'll say 3, 2, 1, unpause. I'll press play. You'll press play. Watch the movie together in perfect sync. It will be like any other commentary, except, of course, this time with four friends in your head. We're here to help. My name, as always, is T. Christie, joined by Eddie the Eddie Doty. We're very, very sorry, folks. Edouard Doty. In the French, wow. and uh, it's English, and, dude. And and, and, and uh, in the French, uh, Michel Dorkman. No, that's not fucking. That's it, that's Indian. What just happened? No, no Michelle. Michelle. Michelle was Michelle, would right. be right. Michelle Sco. Sure. And uh, well, Matt Veda. Hi. <laughs> you are you lack fancy. Sir. You lack fancy, man. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, vanilla. <laughs> vanilla. No. Yes. That's Mexican. Sure, yeah. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> All right. I don't, so anyway, I don't know Alien very well, and I certainly don't know French. Uh, uh, I've seen this movie once. I, I I saw actually prior to doing Down in Front, I'd seen every movie one time, uh, and we've gone through every single one of them. And uh, I've watched Alien. Every and every Alien movie or every movie Alien. Okay. <laughs> I've watched every movie once. Certainly not every movie. <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust once. That's how you get to see as many as possible. You only watch each one, one of them once. <laughs> and uh, I I, re- I recall distinctly liking Alien, really loving Aliens, uh, and Alien three and four left almost no impact on me. But that might be because I didn't grow up with them. So I'm more interested in what you guys have to say about them. What uh, we we talked about Alien three, and we sort of basically came to the consensus that. Clearly, Alien and Aliens are some of the best movies of all time. And Alien 3, while it gets a lot of shit, is actually a good movie, but it's sort of out of place. Yeah. Eddie, how does Alien 4 fit into the whole proceedings? It's a tragic comedy of the most epic proportion. Just just like there's a great documentary about the making of Lost La Mancha, which is the, you know, the failed story. I of, love that one. It's great. Between but it's like, that one and the, the Boonhouse. Over, overnight. overnight. I was just going to say that one. Yeah. I feel like... Oh, Troy Duffy. And there's actually a... Re- and actually, as an aside, if you ever watch a movie called Killing Priscilla, it's about the guy who made Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, as Ooh. he was trying to make Eye of the Beholder. And just how horrible of a process that and how it nearly killed him and broke him. It, track it down, Killing Priscilla. That's a great making of documentary and how it could go totally wrong. I feel like Alien Resurrection needs something similar because <laughs> you have one of the most revered writers of our generation with an insanely talented foreign director with a franchise that can fail apparently and and with a star who's loved by all and it just it's just it's this massive head scratcher i won't even say it's bad it's just this head scratcher of a movie do you, you prefer just, uh, three or four um i again i've come out publicly in favor of things that suck and so i <laughs> i will defend things that suck and I, I watch it from a snarky sort of ironic view uh but i can't it's kind of like the star what wars you're holiday saying is that you're a bastard <laughs> it's kind of like the star wars holiday special it's like oh you should totally watch it it sucks it's great but then you actually start watching the star wars holiday special and oh my god you have endurance for about 20 20 minutes of it and you're like i i can't do this anymore. it's worse than you imagine it's it's yeah. it's not we've said this on down in front you think you want to watch it because you want to be cool and hip and ironic you really don't. You yeah. seriously do not want to watch the holiday so, special. Alien is, Resurrection. So you're saying this is the fucking. It's a it's a bag of interesting really? ideas that like, I, it's it's more just an oddity. It's not. It's just like this curious thing that happened, and it's uh, it's I wouldn't even say the franchise ended with a whimper. It ended with a, huh? Okay, like that's unfortunate. Alien Three, you can very clearly say, oh, there's good elements, and it just needed this, this, and that. And there's an antidote for it. I I don't know what the antidote for this movie is. I'm, it, it baffles me. 
for the poison you just drank, Doctor Jones. Know. You know your your girlfriend does research in like genetic science and stuff like that. I feel like if if she can find a way to make this movie work, then her life's work is complete. Dark man. I mean, do you care? Uh, I haven't seen this one. Really? I've seen the other three. Bum, bum, bum. What, yeah. what did you think of? Uh, what did you think of uh, number three? A three, I, I, because you weren't on that one. I wasn't on that one. I, I like three. It sounds like I haven't had a chance to listen to that one either. But it's a good commentary. It sounds like I've got, I've got the same opinion as most of you guys, uh, which is, I watched three, I, and and I heard that it, you know, I, I knew that it was very kind of reviled, and the the director, you know, basically disowned it and stuff like that. I watched three, and I was like, that's all right. This is not an aliens yeah, movie. It's, it's not just, an aliens yeah. movie, and it's kind of like when you hear the the backstory of oh, but the aliens were supposed to come to Earth, and that's how they were promoting it, and then they fucked it, and it became this weird prison thing, and whatever. Um, I was like, okay, I can see how if you were aware of that entire like downward slide, how it would disappoint you a lot. But just as a movie, I'm like, yeah, I could tell you to leave it. Um, so that's my opinion on that. Alien Resurrection, I have essentially no opinion because I haven't seen it yet. So this will be very interesting for me. I, I, I haven't done one of these. I think so. Oh, wow. Yet. All right. Cool. I haven't done a, I haven't seen the movie yet. I, uh, between uh, myself and Dark Member, sort of like, uh, we'll talk. And uh, Eddie and, and Matt Theta Vader are big fans of the Alien franchise. So I, I'm curious because we've had Eddie here the whole time and you were here for the third one. How do you feel about uh, Alien Resurrection? The theatrical release, we should point out, by the way. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember the difference between that. We were trying to dis- decide whether or not we were going to watch the special edition or the theatrical edition, and I don't recall the difference between the two. Uh, what I do remember is I, I was in... Uh, this came out when I was in uh, boot camp at Fort Sill. Um, Ooh, Fort Sill. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And um, so I didn't have the opportunity to see it until much later. I think it was actually out of theaters. I don't, I don't even remember. But uh, I, I read... What I was able to do is read the book. <laughs> when I was in boot camp, <laughs> the vast tome that was Alien Resurrection, the book, <laughs> and uh, just reading the book, I was like, "What the hell is this?" I think it was actually the the first time that it, uh, this was probably the first time when when I started to um, look at film in terms of maybe they're not all good. <laughs> Like that what the, the, the hell died. is going on well, here? You, you, yeah, exactly. You, sir, you have a gigantic vinyl book of every DVD ever made, and you've got every version of every Alien movie just fucking sitting here by the TV. I do, I do. And you don't like Alien Four. You have them as a completionist, but seriously, it's not a big. You're not a big fan of this movie. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll discover how I feel about it. I haven't actually applied a lot of thought to how I feel about it prior to now. So <laughs> you watched it once th- and thought they didn't think, so I won't. No, I've watched it several times trying to uh, trying to figure out how I feel about it. So this could be an interesting. So, so where are you uh, so far in your in your in your search for meaning? Is it just more like I, this doesn't feel right? Is it this is clearly doing the I, wrong things? I would say that it, it, I feel. Um, I, as I as I talked about on the Alien Three commentary, uh, this, Alien. This is sort of my uh, my, along with Star Wars and Star Trek. This is also my my franchise from when yeah. I was growing up, and um, I, I sort of accepted Alien Three when I when I first saw it, and uh, it was just, and, and I've grown to respect uh, what went into making it. Um, and but, you have none of that for this. <laughs> and uh, That's because it doesn't this, have a documentary about it yet. Yeah, this it just it. sort of exists in this weird sort of area of my existence. So yeah, it'll... guys, this might be this might be painful. It, it's 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 gonna be it's just gonna be an odd odd commentary, folks. I'm not gonna just lie kind to you of here. no idea what's about That's to happen. That's amazing. I, f- I feel like it fell from the sky. And now we're just poking it with sticks. Like I just feel like. <laughs> That's gonna. Be, that's the best analogy. If, if you'll indulge another analogy, 
if if you buy the Karate Kid box set on DVD, you get Karate Kid One, and it's got commentaries and it's got making of features. And Karate Kid Two is its own disc with with commentaries and making of features. And then Karate Kid Three and the next Karate Kid are on the same disc, <laughs> and there's no features, <laughs> and there's no there's no bonus anything. And I kind of feel like you could have done this with the Alien franchise. Alien, its own thing. Aliens, its own thing. And three and four, just kind of throw on a disc and see what happens. Put them on one DVD with a, like a default encore right. menu, and just in text, we're very very sorry. Like a little like, thumbnail button, like fucking a cheap ass DVD would have. The, mm. the movie is itself are a bonus feature. The way well, that, that's that is the weird thing because we're watching this. I I actually when when the Quadrilogy edition came out uh, in I think '04. I went out and bought it. I was very excited. I about wanted it. that thing. It's a huge set. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like nine discs. I think, um, yeah. dude, his 700 disc box right there is nothing. It's like half Alien. Yeah, wait, those are all movies. Yes, yeah. Jesus, dude, okay. Matt's collection is pretty bitching. Uh, uh, we gotta take a photo of that. But it, it it does have its own second second disc, and I've watched it. I've watched it several times because I'm a big fan of this. All the you know behind the scenes stuff. And I'm still very like you just don't what, fucking know. What did I just watch? <laughs> the way the way you guys are talking about it, there's a there's a, an argument in terms of like uh, the evolution creation debate. They'll often bring up they'll often bring up uh, Piltdown Man, which is a famous hoax from back in the day. They're like, oh, okay. Piltdown Man was a hoax, so evolution can't be trusted. It's like, no, no, you have to understand. Piltdown Man made no sense from an evolutionary perspective. Right. Like, like the evolutionists weren't, weren't like, yay, Piltdown Man, he proves everything. And then it's like, ha, I know it's a hoax. It's like Piltdown Man came along and they were all like, what the fuck? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. So when it was this like, ah, is... oh, Piltdown Man's a hoax, they're like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> we couldn't make I any sense this. of we, we can't explain this at all. So it sounds almost like you guys want someone to be like, ah, it's not really an alien movie. Oh, thank God. So it makes a... so much more sense this way. Do you guys think there's a chance that John Luc Picard is just punking us right now? <laughs> <laughs> all right, get your uh, mouse remote ready. Here we go. At the point where the 20th Century Fox logo fades to black. Three, two, one, unpause. All right. I may not listen to much of what you guys say because I'm going to see what I think of this movie. There's a uh, right off the bat. This looks cool. All right, font. All right. Yeah, font. no. The, the the production design. I I can't fault them on that. The production design is bitching. I like John Luke Picard's movies, by the way. He yeah, did, he uh, also did Amelie. He did for Amelie. Our, our audience. And here. he did uh, he did City of Lost Children. Are we committing both, to this? Both movies. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> now granted, we're not going to pronounce his real name. Jean Pierre Genot. Is that what it was? Yes, yes. Most of those were before he got converted by the Borg. I should point that out. So I mean, there there is a there is a clear line of delineation. Ron Perlman, I believe he's a Ron Perlman and Dominique Pignon are both. Genot is a is definitely Dan Hedaya. I forgot Dan Hedaya was in this. Jesus. Yeah, there's actually quite a few uh, names in this. Brad Duroff. Brad, yeah. Raymond Cruz. Uh, now, Raymond this, Cruz. Is, this is sort of, I, I kind of like the idea of what they're doing with the opening titles here in that the sense that you're seeing these, if, if you haven't seen the movie, these are the failed clones of Ripley. Mm. Uh, so, so, yeah, that's what you're, you'll see it in full frame later on to astonishing effect. And I, I, I'm not sure if, if, uh, if, uh, Dorkman's aware of this well, or not, written by Joss Whedon. Yes, I did know okay, that. Okay, so, yeah. wait, did he get, was it like a Toy Story thing where he kind of got, like, left to one or two lines? No, 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 no. Firstly, no, a lot of Toy Story, change it, a lot of Toy Story is still that, and a lot of, I mean, if you, at, if you go up to Pixar and ask them about, about Joss Whedon, they'll Who say the nothing. Who the fuck is Patof? Uh, he, say, he, he is the director of Catwoman. Yeah. I'll he have you know. Woman, yeah. Oh, God. This, this is going to rule. <laughs> uh, but no, if you go up to anybody at Pixar and ask them Joss Whedon, they'll say he is he is directly responsible for the success of not only Toy Story, but in teaching us how to write. Like Joss Whedon went up there and taught them how – Dan O'Bannon, by the way, yeah uh, – how story structure works and how – 
how to build your script. Uh, uh, one of all the Pixar guys have nothing but great things about Joss Whedon. He was involved in the process from day one. This was a thing <laughs> where, yeah, this was a thing where Joss had a few really bold ideas that if a studio had some balls and a director that agreed with them went along with. We might have gotten something really, really cool and unique out of this, but in the process of you know studio produ- producerial control director, it is a Fox issues. project, and Josh wrote it. It's Fox, and, and oh god, and there you go. So I mean, it's the, uh, it's funny. We you know I, I was hearing the, the the music mixed under. Why does he keep going back to them? I, it's it's I an abusive it. relationship. It's, it's it's like one of those things you see on cop cars. Just say no to domestic abuse. Well, I want to ju- have an intervention for. And Josh. then the, then the like, poor no, guy Fox is just going to hurt you again. Then the poor Stop guy it. tries to <laughs> re- go to Warner Brothers and write Wonder Woman, which is like his dream character to write, and he gets totally thrashed around by that as well. So yes, this is a young clone of of Ripley here. The, uh, we were, I was listening to Eddie's sonorous tones. Uh, but listening to the music in the background, it was actually reminding me of the uh, some of the theme music and the fanfares from Independence Day. Uh, it might have been it might have been uh, the context of it and watching ships come down and all that with the yeah. wah, wah, kind of the, the the minor minor key fanfare shit. But that's it reminds me of Independence Day when you see that one shot where they're coming out of the uh, ship and you see the UFO rotate into view and it's just like oh shit. It's it's interesting to me. So I'm so giving far. this movie credit because it reminds me of Independence Day. Knowing right. knowing right. again very little of it, but but. It's interesting to me so far that how much this kind of feels like um a I hate this term but music a, by John Frizzell grittier um fifth element so far in it's, just terms of the sensibility and the design both 1997 both French directors so it's it's interesting to me so I mean I mean right to be now able you, to kind of just pick out that cultural vibe almost I, I like how they start the movie like Ripley's dead so how do you bring Sigourney Weaver back in the movie this is not the worst logic to have I would say and, and it makes total sense that the corporation is trying to get the alien inside of her if they if they clone it's kind of it's some really it wonky doesn't science. quite work yes yeah it's, it's really wonky science. oh we'll clone her therefore we'll also get the queen alien that was inside yeah. of her that's really kind of not, that, well, shallow it's the wonky on. it's the wonky movie science where it's yeah. like a clone is a snapshot of whatever if you were if you you know if you had a coke in your hand at the time we'll clone you and you'll have the coke again <laughs> right you know, it's like that's movie science right and if we teleport you then you'll, your clothes will be separate of you while we shoot you across the, the, space. the creature's working for me though. i love that jesus yeah dude what the hell did you expect you're trying to clone a goddamn alien like what well, and this is not the company as we as we've known it that's in right. the first three. Uh, it's been movies. so long since I've seen this. It's actually that there's a line that's going to come up. Uh, that they've been bought out by Walmart. <laughs> what the fuck? I I get where they're going with it, and and that's 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 too clever by half. I it's, yeah, yeah. it's just Exa- yeah. It's like it's okay. That's very very cute. Yes, the evil corporation was Walmart because yeah, by this point in time in in 1997, Walmart was sort of the scourge of the middle. Yeah, expect them to wind up on Earth and see Wally there cleaning shit up. Yeah, I mean, I I get where they're going with it, and they they did sort of take uh, David Fincher's design concepts and ran with it. Great, that's cool, but just it seems like it's it's a lot of heavy lifting to reset your story to really where it should have been at the end of aliens. You know what I mean? It just seems like a lot of, you know, a lot of heavy lifting to get to this story just to establish this world that we're in. And, and, but is, but is that their fault or isn't that the fault of alien three or not alien three, but the process that made alien three, what it is. I, and I, I certainly am not speaking on behalf of Joss Whedon, but I would imagine that if you're Joss Whedon and you're given a task to not necessarily repair damage, but to reset, and to get us to a place, 
the logical explanation would be, all right, I can't. I can't get us to Earth with Newt and Bishop. I can't do that. So if as long as I'm changing, let's completely change. Let's get us to a whole new place and keep the character the same. But where a lot of this movie fails is Ripley is sort of having to learn to be Ripley. And we've had three movies of her being Ripley. Now we've got to watch her learn how to be Ripley. And I, I'm not interested in that. Uh, right. What's the point of bringing back the character if it's not the if character? If it's not the character. Yeah. And you get little – and the thing is, Joss Whedon is a credited writer, but rest assured, uh-huh. he, he's not the only writer. He's not the only writer by a long shot. And you see little flashes of Whedon's like, voice and tone in this later on when uh, Winona Ryder comes up and goes, I thought you were dead. She's like, yeah, I get that a lot. That's straight out of – I mean you could you could put that in Buffy. Like, I mean I think they've had that line in Buffy a couple of times. Um, but it's just like it, – it's – at, at Alien 3, they do this huge reset of, of time and place and all this other stuff. Same thing, really, at the beginning of Aliens. But we have Ripley to anchor us. We have Ripley to sort of root for and tie us into these things. But now we've got this half Ripley, who's just this blank slate, who isn't fully Ripley. She's just like this new thing. And at this point, it's, again, why am I making this, you know, not Ripley's this superhuman thing now, who's a murder bot or something. I don't know. Like we have this thing where it's, it's just like, I don't care about any of these people. So why, why even like call it alien? Well, it, and, and keeping her alive is an afterthought anyway. Right. So as the second, all the, they wanted was the alien. If, if something is alive that you have to debate whether to keep alive and it starts triangle choking your scientists, kill it. Like, <laughs> yeah, there shouldn't be a debate. You know, there seems to be a comparison to be drawn between um, the beginning and end of franchises and the characters of Ellen Ripley and John McClane. Where John McClane starts out... I was out, actually going to say exactly the same thing. Where he starts out being this guy who it's a badass movie, and largely because oh, he doesn't want to be there, and he's just trying to survive the situation. You prick him, he bleeds buckets. Like he yeah. gets and then by the fourth movie of, of each franchise, fucking Ellen Ripley is using a helicopter because she's out of bullets. Yeah. I mean... He shoots a helicopter with a car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of... Oh, that guy. He was in uh, Clueless. You know, yeah. The I, you know, in doing a little bit of research on this movie before we recorded it, I remembered. Uh, so he was talking about Roger Ebert, but he can send one down the breach and clear a chamber when he needs to. Uh, he said there is not one single shot in this movie that fills you with a sense of wonder, like <laughs> compared to the other movies in this franchise. There's not a single thing in this that makes you like care or anything like that which which brings us to the point why even bother doing a commentary for it a we did the entire franchise so we have to finish this out out of sense so of we're allowed to not really pay attention sense because of duty we're fucking completionist too yeah we're fucking exactly so and we're here to hold your hand through this dear gentle reader i mean we're we're here to like counsel you through this this process so matt um, and eddie are going to be just marveling at what's going on i'm going to be off topic and Dorkman's going to be watching it this is going to be like – it's similar to like the first time I took my wife on, on flying over California and California Adventure. I didn't watch the ride. I watched her. I'm more interested in just watching <laughs> Dorkman and his reaction on this like, and see how he reacts to just some of the propocity we're going <laughs> to see on this, this damn thing. So Dan Hedaya, um, great character actor. On the left? On the right. The general, the, yeah. The, the clueless general. guy. On the left yes, Brad Dallas. Yes, the father from the yeah, – Brad, yeah, exactly. Because I recognize the guy on the left. Yeah, uh, he's – Brad Dourif. Brad Dourif, yeah. He's Wormtongue and he's also Chucky. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> I know yeah, him the, from Chucky. There, there's a lot of people you're going to recognize in this. Yeah, there's some great cast in here. I mean you got Ron Perlman. Bear in mind, here. I haven't seen this movie in five years and I saw it once. Well, and, Ron Perlman so has worked with Jean-Pierre Jeanneau uh, a few times. On, on a couple City of times, lost yeah. children. Yes, most notably, yes. And Winona Ryder, I got to say, say what you want about her, she's not – it's not the worst casting for her as 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 the the as synthesoid she to Star plays. Trek. Well, no, she plays. Yeah, she plays a synthesoid here um, uh, in this movie. 
She, uh, well, technically, she's an uh, an auton is auton. the it's, is it's the shortcut version. Basically, yeah. they're they're synthetics that are designed by synthetics. Right, right, right. So it's like a second, but the, the yeah, point, second generation. She's not totally human, is what I'm saying. She's not human at all. And so there, yeah. So that's my point is that you got two essentially non-human characters if you if you count Ripley in this process, learning to be human, and then you get the idea of. I mean, there's some deep themes to be explored here, and you can. And then the see, hybrid at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the hybrid alien, then you get some deeper themes explored here that are 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 interesting um but they just never really i love together. this fork, fork. fuck <laughs> no it, it's, it, it's a fork which i mean granted every one-year-old has probably done at some point or another uh but you know it's mispronounced i've seen it on fork. youtube <laughs> probably uh but again it's just like do am i really am i really interested in in, in this aspect of it i mean say what you no, want the, about the, the, there's something he's about to say something here how did we get you what well Hard work. We use blood samples accured, uh, procured from you, Fury, Fury 16. Well, first of all, the subtitles are wrong. It's fu- the, the name of the planet in Alien 3 is Furion. Right. Fu- uh, shortcut Fury 161. How much research does it take <laughs> to look that up? They went from Furion 161 to Fury 16. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Guys, you're missing... Attention to detail. That's the kind of thing that bothers me here. I mean, it's, it's also... It, it's such a it's it's the literal classic Hollywood story of like, oh, I've got this idea of something and this is it. Oh, it's great. We love it. We love you. Now write something completely different because what had happened was the original idea for this movie was uh, Fox was like, OK, we're going to do a third. We're going to do a fourth alien movie and, and Scorny Weaver isn't really interested. So how do we continue the franchise? And we, you know, yeah, because she wanted to die. In she the thir- the only, exactly. The she only didn't want to do. She this. was on board for the third one. She did one not she do wanted this. to be done with it. So what happened was, it's like you know, people were really upset about Newt. Can we make a clone of Newt? And so, so Joss is like, that sounds great. So he makes this whole idea, like a thirty-page treatment of, okay, Newt's been cloned. She's on Earth with really? the with the other aliens. I had not heard about. Yeah, this. so it's on Earth with the other aliens, clone of Newt. He turned it in. They're like, great. It's awesome. We love it. By the way, got to be a clone of Ripley now because we finally got Sigourney on board. And he's like, well, that kind of kills what I had in mind, but sure, mm-hmm. why not? So he goes back and forth. And then when Jean-Pierre Genoux came on board, uh, he had his own ideas and ergo this. Well, it was thing. my understanding that he was brought on board as kind of, why do you want me? Okay, I'll work for they, you. They were, but... just, they were just impressed with this stuff. They were really impressed with the uh, the, the Buffy script mm-hmm. because how the movie turned out largely to do with, with uh, uh, Fran, with the Kazooies, with how that movie came out and, and the execution of that. Kazooie's and... the guy that did Orgasmo. No, he's. I think he's talking about the director, not Joss. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Jean-Pierre Genoux. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. We got lost in the semantics of that. Yeah, Jean-Pierre Genoux was kind of like I'm an interesting choice for this, but they they liked his visual style pretty much, and yeah. they they liked aesthetically because if you look at City of Lost Children, there you can see there's some parallels here with like some of the set design. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But City of Lost Children had a lot of uh, you know the shooting style is completely different than than it was true than it is in this movie. But certainly. I mean, in terms of light and uh, oh sure, you know, I think and, uh, did he did he bring in his DP his same DP? Yeah, I, it, it was a, it was pretty much a French crew if I'm ah. if I believe. Mostly French, I remember yeah. correctly. French effects house, if I remember correctly. Possibly. Too. I'll have to do some research on that. Maybe one of our readers can can solidify that or not. But but yeah, so here we are. We get this. <laughs> now we, we get to meet this crew of folks. And again, interesting sort of set of characters. It's not not entirely. It's basically like a. it's the Marines, but on the opposite side of the law, if you if you kind of put it that way. But Blackwater? Uh, no, it, like if I'm if I'm under the, well, they're they're a smuggler crew. They're a smuggler crew. Yeah, they're they're outlaws. Like they're not, you know. And she's the the auton or whatever the hell you want to call it. 
Which um, which they're not. They don't know about. They don't know about that about her yet. If until you're deaf later. and you're watching this movie, and the subtitle man says she's whistling this tune, what fucking meaning does that have? You know, not everyone was born deaf. Just to point that out. But yeah. yes. So <laughs> when you're when you find out you're going deaf, the first thing you do is you fucking find out how every song goes, including yes. Popeye the Sailor Man, just in case you ever watch a movie. <laughs> that is the third sequel of a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll understand what's going on and what the nuances are. Ron Perlman. Hellboy. <laughs> We're forgetting to talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, hey, I don't know what's going on. So, well, yeah, that's, I'm trying to watch and talk at the same well, time. Well, they're, they're establishing that this is a character that's uh, paraplegic. Yeah, and so they're fucking with him. There's Ron Perlman, uh, very young. They're well, establi- not very they're, young, but younger. They're establishing the chair, which is going to come up uh, later that's on. That's going to be a big plot device later on. Yeah, and you're getting. I mean, it's it's not a bad. I mean, imagine just for a second, I'm just going to throw this at her. Firefly. So you're getting the characters, and you're getting sort of how the characters are coming together. And yeah, he is sort of Jane. he is sort of he's a the, Jane. He's the Janish, yeah, yeah, of our thing. And you see a little, you see a little bit of Mal and 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 uh, well, if you, if you hear Joss Whedon talk about the character creation process for Firefly, he says, "And I wanted one character that no one would ever like, and I wrote Jane." Yeah, I mean, but I mean, and you can well, I mean, Cordelia Bail. and Buffy. I know, right? Yeah, everyone, everyone loves Jane. Well, by the by, the time the show started airing, he realized people right. thought he was kind of an adorable big bear type, so they gave him the cunning hat and all that. I forget his name, but he's Michael Wincott. Michael Wincott from yeah, The Crow, damn, one of the man. best, one of the best. Like, well, I, I just rewatched Strange Days last uh, last uh, night. Great as well. Like, yes. I mean, really great. We'll eventually do Strange Days, but like, but yeah, no, Michael Wincott, really great in The Crow. He's really great I, in Basquiat. If you ever seen him in Basquiat, he's amazing in that. Um, He's I really, saw really that, good. but I didn't really, you know, recognize actors and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's not like I watched Basquiat and I was like, I need to remember. I locked the flashing color. I, I need, I need well, no, it's just like you don't watch an obscure movie and go, man, I need to remember all these faces. So you didn't remember Jeffrey Wright, even though that's like, ama- he's fucking amazing in that movie. No. Okay. You, <laughs> did, you, did, you didn't recognize Claire Florani or. Oh, I, or, I, I, I recognized her. Or yeah. David Bowie as. I recognized David okay, Bowie. Good, or it's Dennis Hopper. Fa- or, well, you know what I mean. The faces yeah. you've seen before, you go, oh, them. Right. But for the first time you're seeing an actor's face, you don't, re- you know, you don't put it to memory. I, hey, hey, I just I just rewatched the Ninja Turtles movie yesterday. Fucking Sam Rockwell is in that. That blew and my he is mind being when you very Sam that. Rockwell. I remember that scene, in that yes. Film. Yeah. Chloe literally just shot up in her She's chair. Like, She's what? like, what? Yeah, he's in, he's in the club. Regular or menthol? He's, he's in the, the he's in the the exactly. He's one of the foot. He's regular or menthol, and he's also later on. He's like we're family, and Casey Jones is like you call this family. So that's what's going on when Sam Rockwell's on. So the, this gentleman with the dreadlocks you might recognize from uh, CSI. Is that the same guy that has the short hair now? Yeah. Wow. Oh, from CSI Lo- uh, uh, Las Vegas. See, the, Eddie, the original. You don't register faces. <laughs> right. Uh, Bam. So I'm just going to read the, off this list of directors who almost directed this movie before they landed on Jean Pierre Genou. In right, order. Give it to me. Okay. okay. Danny Boyle. Damn. Ooh, okay. Peter Jackson. What? Really? Okay. Brian Singer. Huh? Okay. Uh, yeah, because I don't know what you, why you're doing that. All of those are plausible to me. Those are all those great. are all completely no. Plausible. They, no, they wanted all... they wanted them all, oh. couldn't get them all ah. because well, they, I'm not opposed to the director. Well, this is a handsome, no. it's handsomely shot. It's all right directed. Yeah, it's competently done. Yeah, they they uh, they came to Danny Boyle. He he wasn't interested. Uh, Peter Jackson. They started to approach him, but he had this little thing called Lord of the Rings he wanted to do. And then uh, that'll, that'll never usual, hold on, hold on. <laughs> usual Suspects just came out, but and Brian Singer was going to do it, but he wanted to do um, his uh, Ian McKellen movie, the uh, 
Oh, uh, um, the Nazi thing. At pupil. At pupil, which I uh, like. Stephen I, King book. Stephen King book. Stephen yeah, book. novella. So yeah, he he wanted to do that. So then they got Jean Pierre Genou, and he had literally just finished writing the script to Amelie. Was Genou um, a uh, music video director at some point or a so, commercial? So he was in that place mentally. Yeah, he was in the place of, of doing that. Um, uh, he didn't want to do it, uh, but he accepted the project, and they gave him, I think, seventy million to do the movie. Uh, not as a director fee, but for the budget. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was going to say, isn't that high for a director? No, seventy million is actually for the fourth movie in a franchise of a money making franchise. That's not even for ninety seven metrics. That's not for as a much movie as budget, not a director yeah. fee with an effects. Well, for a movie budget with an effects heavy sure. sort of thing. What yeah, does a director I mean, usually get? What does like a, a Spielberg get? Uh, Spielberg. Well, that's that's not yeah, a fair. That's I mean, not, well, well, but I, my assumption is that Spielberg will be at the top of the margin. Spielberg. Spielberg is. He not also only, produces, so he gets producer yeah, fees. I mean, along and, with that. and 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 that's percentage. Are we in like the fifteen twenty million? Probably. Something I mean, like well, that. It can't, no, no, it can't be that. Yeah, it can't be that much because the the whole. I remember. Um, DreamWorks before they had their falling out with Paramount, there was a deal, or or maybe it's the new place. Um, basically, uh, uh, DreamWorks had a had their own little budget and and had their own autonomy up to a certain point. You know, they're like Paramount's like we're allocating this much money to you that you right. can just do whatever you want with it, and you can right. automatically greenlight without having to even talk to us a movie up to this certain amount of budget. And if Spielberg is directing it, you can add twenty million to that. Right. So. Um, right. So, so it must not be his fee is twenty million, or else that wouldn't make too much sense. Or maybe right. it would. I don't know. Now here we get the the the, the they're talking about how um, this is not something that's going. This is sort of some, an operation that's going on under the radar. Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, off the grid. So <laughs> the the story the story behind this is that basically Whedon's original script was yeah, at this point I've lost track of what's happening. Yeah. So oh, it's so everybody else. Part of the problem is that Jean Jean Pierre. Janu didn't speak much English and needed a constant translator. So some of Joss Whedon's, you know, <laughs> a usual, uh, you know, stylings probably went a bit over his head. He also contributed a lot to the script. That is not funny. And he rewrote. Why is that funny? He was. Uh, he's in- German now, by the way. Anyway. Right. He was. He was incredible. <laughs> as a fresh. Fr- on the papers. Yeah. As a freshman, uh, I'm sure he'll find that hilarious. I know, right. Uh, he was encouraged. No, you won't get my stylings. Go on. Uh, Fox wanted the movie to be more violent uh, because three was violent, and and so the operating logic at the time was: well, if we can't, if the story isn't going to be good, at least we can make it more gory, make it more (laughs) like a horror film. They wanted it to sort of dovetail to you know the original Alien, which was Alien alone on a ship uh, Mm -hmm. with a bunch of people, and that's essentially what this is: they're on a ship that's heading towards Earth, and they've got to stop before it gets to Earth, and they're all all hell breaks loose. And uh, there's not just one alien; there's a whole fucking lab of them hidden away somewhere. Uh, or, you know, the clones of Ripley off the potential for all this shit. So with that in mind, he was encouraged to have more violence. Jean-Pierre Genou on his own, he has a very, you know, he has, he has a comedic sensibility of his own. And you see that in Amelie, even though it's a lot, there's a lot of dramatic elements on Amelie. There's also a lot of humor. He added a lot of the humor in Joss Whedon. It was a constant sort of war back and forth between the studio, Jean-Pierre Genou and Joss Whedon and Jean-Pierre and the studio sort of triangulated on Whedon's script and, and and messed with it as as was sort of. They also created five separate endings for this movie. Uh, really? Yeah. So there's five. So and and they literally it was like dartboard pick one. You know, as far as which one they landed on. Like, uh, as who, to as to what those like Battlescar. Who's who's a, who's a, who's a Cylon? <laughs> yeah. Right. Dartboard. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, you know, five weeks before we're at the start <laughs> of shooting. Uh, no. It's it's so there's and again it's one of those things where as opposed to the first two movies where there's a clear they might tweak details but there's a clear vision and a clear. They, the ending point that they want to land on. Uh, this was just sort of you know pu- you know putting fingers in the dam as they were filming. So and mm. that that by the way it looks a lot like the the headpiece from uh, 
uh, from his first film. Um, I'm not familiar with no, the no, director's no, work. No, the, the, the City of Lost Children. The Lost Children. Yeah. If you look at the cover of City of Lost Children, there's that giant headpiece on him. Mm, That's very similar of that. Um, you know, it, it, I do know from the behind the scenes in this scene uh, that there, there's actually an entire separate uh, section in the in the uh, second disc here where they're talking about how that she actually in a, in a few minutes here she's going to turn around and do an over over the shoulder uh, three point shot right and she actually makes it huh. it's not like it's not that's not it's not, it's not a tri- it's not it. a post production trick she right. act- apparently she actually makes this shot right. Not, well, that's a keeper of a shot, then. Yeah, right. definitely. <laughs> right. <laughs> I really like. I think Ron Perlman does a better version of this in Blade Two. To be honest with you, I think uh, he he plays this sort of like you know rogue character very you know better in that movie. Um, it, it's kind of it's also interesting to note. You know, I said earlier the uh, the studio was able to get uh, to get. Um, to get her, but also they wanted to, you know, they, they had wanted Joss Whedon to originally do it differently. They kind of, from what I've heard, and this is just sort of speculation, but from what I've heard, they took Joss Whedon's treatment script, whatever. It was a wide angle lens, anyway. Where where it was Newt as a clone, and said, oh yeah, write it this way because we can't get Sigourney Weaver. So it's like, cool, I'm I'm interested in that. Then they took what he wrote to Sigourney Weaver and said, we got this great hot shit writer uh, who just wrote Toy Story and he's like the big thing now. And so here, read this and see what you think. And she's like, "Well, I love it. I'm, I'm hesitant about doing the series, but I like these ideas that he's coming up with, so I like it." Mm-hmm. So then, upon getting her, they came back to him and said, "Well, we got Sigourney now, so let's let's do that." That's what I've heard. That's sort of like the mm. the, the rumor that I, I heard going around at the time. Um, who knows? I mean, Hollywood stories. Who the fuck knows? But but again, I mean, the idea of cloning isn't necessarily a bad one. Walter Hill, I think, was the one who suggested the idea of of, of cloning, but. Um, it's not the worst. Isn't that basically how they like got her for aliens or something too? Well, I remember that a is a real three point shot. Nice. I remember Good a similar story, and I think it had to do with Sigourney Weaver. Maybe it wasn't a- the Alien franchise. Maybe it was something else. But it was like they were they couldn't get her, so they were they were talking about oh well we'll just kill her off, and then they're like you know we're gonna kill your character off. And she's like what? Because because she was doing just a. a, a a uh, hard hardline contract negotiation. Right. So they threatened to just kill her off instead of paying her the money. And she's like, "Oh no, no, never mind. I'll just do it." So, but but the screenwriter had been actually working on it the right. whole time. So. Right. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Huh. Very nice. So that's a thing. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Michael, yeah, the, the captain and the pilot have a thing. That's right. Again, I and I've never. I'm not realizing this until now. But now, Eddie, did you did you ever do this thing yes, where you melt? Your, I did actually. I I never saw any particular totally, advantage. It makes advantage it, it to makes it. It makes um, it. It heats up the. Okay, what if for if you're not watching the movie because apparently a large part of our readership <laughs> doesn't watch the movie while they hear us jackasses talk. Uh, he's lighting his shoe polish wax and then putting it out and then using and then. Shining his boots, uh, I did do that because it softens the wax down and it actually leaves a, a better shine. You can spit as well. You can spit into the wax and you get a similar. Effect. I would just wet the cloth. I I spit. I always spit into the wax and then did that. But I I knew a lot of guys who lit and I I did it a few times too. Like my roommate in AIT had a lighter and we would like light our wax and do that shit. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. So, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, you know what I think it was? I think it was a thousand dollars for a gun. And, and it was the opposite thing. Like they were gonna, they didn't want to pay Sigourney Weaver, but then right. Jim pulled some tricky shit where he, he was like, "Well, I'll just kill her." And then Sigourney found out and freaked out, and then they wound up paying for. Her. So See, now <laughs> watching this effectively for the first time, uh, I'm not seeing. I, I I don't see anything that strikes me as egregious as yet. 
It, but but okay. aside from the gi- I'm not sure what's happening giant, though. Aside from the giant choice of you know bringing Ripley back with the cloning thing, it just seems like a bunch of movie. Fine, but think think so far where we are in Alien at this point. In Alien, we've got we know there's going to be an Alien because the movie's called Alien, uh, and we've we know we're building towards something. In Aliens, we've already had sort of like a, a dream horror sequence of all this other stuff. We know that she's lost her daughter by this point. By this point, where where are we in the story, Teague? Um. Yeah. Well, we know we we're we, establishing characters and scenario? yeah, she's back, and we know that Maybe the, dot, we dot, know dot. we know the alien was back because we saw the queen earlier, and, and we now don't... we know there's more of them because that's what we're and looking we, at. Right? We saw now. that we saw that the the Ripley clone has alien blood, like mm-hmm. that when her her blood from the blast ball like it melts. So we know she has she's at least like part half alien DNA, which is I think an interesting idea to explore, but. This this movie is so like I think we've officially already seen too much of the alien. In this yeah, movie. I was just thinking that they're making, behind glass. They're making the big mistake of although this alien does look amazingly good. For... It looks they put a lot of goop on. this Yeah, one. I mean they're really very much into the metal thing, and this is just such a fucking easy to say. Oh, he's a scientist who's in love with the alien, yeah. so let's have him actually try to kiss the glass. That's such a fucking easy decision to make. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I bet just, it was fun for him to play though. Well, the, the, yeah. there was there was talk about when 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 Sigourney Weaver wanted to do aliens. Um, three of the objections that she had uh, for James Cameron was she didn't want to use weapons. Right. Uh, she wanted to make love to the alien, and she wanted to die. And her, his wait, com- wait, wait, wait. his comment run, was run, run it back. She wanted to make love to the alien. That was something lo- she wanted to do. Yes. Interesting. She uh, she was she's credited as a, as a producer on this. I on, think on she this came three. in yeah. and and basically went, "We're going to do what I want to do if I'm going to be here. God damn it!" I, I think. And, and I think his comment was. I said no to all of them, and fortunately, he still got her. But in the subsequent film, she got to do all three. That's very interesting. I'm I'm, I'm very curious to see like how much because I know Jean Pierre Genoux had ideas in this, and I know Joss Whedon's script was. The it was my understanding that. that he was just bro- he was the director that they were able to bring in. That's who, exactly it. Who would create the vision that, that that the studio and the producers wanted? That's that they liked his look. They said just do what you did on City of Lost Children here, right? And and make that happen, and just you know have Alien and Sigourney Reaver running around, and and I said Sigourney Reaver, which extends to Joss Whedon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Cameron Avatar. It's it's it's, lo- it's long in the day at the Downfront Studios, folks. Uh, no, we it, just did Crouching Tiger. And okay, we drank yeah, a lot, this is a so, double feature episode. Yeah. Uh, so. So I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of masters to serve in this one. There's a lot of uh, people to sort of satisfy. I can't imagine there's any. You said satisfy, so now it seems like I'm using the word again. But I can't imagine there's any satisfaction in being a puppet director, aside well, from like paycheck. Like, yeah, like a, a director for hire. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the paycheck thing. Well, but then again, I mean, nowadays that, it'd be McGee. But then again, you know, James Cameron was a director for hire, and he did something brilliant because he gave a shit. And he well, exactly. He he said puppet director, so that's the difference. It's yeah, not just a director for hire; it's the director coming in and being like, "What do you want me to do? I will do exactly that." Yeah, Brett Ratner on, on X Men Three yeah. is a perfect example of that because yeah. he th- they were rolling. It's so in, much fun to blame him, but but it's legitimate though because they were rolling on six weeks ahead of time, and he made a lot of safe decisions on the movie because the script was pretty much already in place. And he he did his thing on that, and you can draw a line between him doing uh, Hannibal and him doing X Men First Class because you see the the shot setups are uh, very last similar. Last stand, first class, last is stand. The new one. Uh, yeah, out. I'm sorry, last stand, first class. I'm thinking of yeah, anyway, I'm confusing my X Men properties, but yeah, I mean when he did the last stand, you can draw a straight line between that and Hannibal. He I mean, those shots are set up very similarly. He's very tight. He's a TV director. Like a lot of my criticisms of early Ron Howard is similar to that of Brett Ratner. They just they're really tight. They don't kick it out. They don't know how to stage a wide shot other than something very basic and if people are talking he you know it's 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 
uh, speak and say. Like you see the person who's speaking, you you know, here's your establishing and your your two OTSs, and that's that's your scene. Like there's just not a lot of imagination in how they do shots. Comparatively to Jean-Pierre Genoux, who is very creative, but is just fucking lost. He's in a he's in a he's the foreign exchange student who <laughs> you just cast as Macbeth, and like you you don't know what the fuck to to make with him, and he's is just. Yeah, it's just a it's just a colossal it's just a collision of fucking of sensibilities here. Now they're going to get to it. Th- just wanted to play crazy, and that's why she came in. She wanted to do something different with the character. She want she didn't want to just be. She's the last playing, thing, she's playing Zool right now. She really her thing was like, look, I don't want to be chased around by a goddamn alien for two hours again. Like I don't want that again. Like we're going to do another one. Let's make it different. I get that. I, I understand. Well, that. I, I don't. I, I mean, she's getting paid, and that's an easy gig. She could get paid, but at this point, I mean, Sigourney Weaver is like one of the biggest female stars. It's not like stars. setups for walking through the hallway are difficult. Right. No, I get that. She's but not like, Kate Winslet. But these movies are, are a grind to do. You have to understand. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's, mm. yeah. So, I mean, so at least she's doing some interesting stuff. I don't fault her for wanting to do this. I don't fault Joss Whedon for wanting to try something new. I, I fault with the the people in charge who lack the courage of their convictions to to allow these people to do what they wanted to do. Maybe they made a movie that failed even worse. Who knows? But if they got to do what they wanted, but if they did that, at least we we wouldn't be sitting here kind of scratching our heads at what we're watching. You know what I mean? I can think of movies that were very ambitious and fail. I can think of those movies, but I you know, but you remember talking about them. This movie no one remembers this movie. This movie just kind of people. I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh, there was a fourth alien movie." I don't remember. Like, I mean, that's and to me, that's worse than being a bad movie. So I don't know. Is that the same problem that Terminator Three has in the public culture? I think so. Public eye. I, now, th- with that said, Terminator Three does a very bold thing in the third act that I think is interesting in the sense that you can't prevent Judgment Day. Judgment Day happens, and it happens, and the world fucking blows up. That's not bad. There I would is say no. It should, it should have been the first act. There but, is no yeah, fate, but I, what you I'm make. With you on that, but. I'm sorry. Go ahead. There is no fate, but what you make. Exactly. It, it, I mean, it, but it's it, it's contradictory to the themes of the second one. Oh, which okay. is what, there I mean, we go. That's what I was know, looking for. No, I, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm fishing for some Eddie juice. But that's that's. I mean, but it's a bold choice to defy your own logic in a lot of ways. But they just couldn't pull it off. Yeah, they're just talking about how you can't stop it. It's does inevitable. She, and there's she, actually there's actually a line that I, it must be in the special edition. I know it's in the script where they're talking about how Call, uh, so Renaud Ryder's character, yeah. has a quote unquote red Morse. The sole survivor of Alien Three, so you get the impression that this guy, the after after his being the sole survivor, has wrote this manuscript, which has been banned, which has probably been banned, and she's found a copy, and and um, she understands that these things getting getting loose is going to be a bad thing. Yeah, has Ripley continued growing, or is it just an inconsistent thing with her being giant? Compared to everyone else, <laughs> she's, she does seem a little she bit seems taller. To be getting taller and taller. Right, right. She's actually a uh, prototype Navi. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I um, no, she's not. There we she's go. She's naturally tall shot. by. Uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. She's right. naturally tall. As a matter of fact, <laughs> that, that too, that too, that uh, pan down onto the onto the CU. Yeah, that's a that's an ongoing thing. Like, there's a, a whole thing where she when she showed up for her audition for uh, Alien. Um, she was all she, she was wearing her quote unquote hooker boots, which made her even taller, taller than yeah. than she appeared. Right. And Sigourney Weaver is eight foot three to begin with. She's a tall lady. The thing about like I I saw her in person at the uh, at the Comic Con panel she did last year, uh, in two thousand nine, and 
uh, she just has like an elegance and a grace to her that like when you think movie star, like that old movie star quality, she has that like like you, you want to like be on your better behavior when she walks in a room. You know, you're just like, ooh, it's Sigourney. You know, it's I, like, I think I think I agree. It's the kind of thing where she's not like the the Playboy centerfold, like starlet like you have today, right. but old school starlet where, yeah. where you're just mm. like, wow, there is something more special about you than anyone else in this room. Somehow. Like, like you have the it's like having Alec Guinness about. on the Star Wars set. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they just class the joint up a bit. Yeah. You know? It's like. It's like, like when he's on the set, you bet you behave yourself a little yeah. bit. More. It's like a Grace Kelly, you know, like you just you. It's like, ooh, it's Grace Kelly. Yeah, it's back. Know? It's back in the day when when people <laughs> talk about you have it or you don't. Like Sigourney Weaver has whatever it is. Now again, these are vibrant characters, and I would really love a movie where these characters are just smuggling through space, and there's like they're fighting the Alliance, and they got to avoid <laughs> Reavers, and like I just, I mean. I don't know you. I, I kind of again. I've never noticed this until now, but it's like in a post Firefly world. I kind of <laughs> so stupid. I'm sorry. That's so fucking. Yeah, dumb. I, I was just that thinking that this work. movie that actually so looks uh, very modern. It almost looks. It's uh, you the know, color I, palette. It, I was just it's, thinking it's, the exact it's same browns thing. and yellows. It, yeah, and also, yeah, yeah, yellows yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and cyans. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh with a few more lens flares. This could be a uh, early Michael Bay movie. No, look that shot no, was on a tripod. The cuts aren't so nearly quick enough. Yeah, yeah. This is this shot is actually slow moving and steady. Uh, therefore, it breaks. The and first this one's bay. this one's not moving at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, there's a lot of that changing the go. blocking by changing the camera shit going on in Armageddon and stuff like that, though. Right. And here we get a sense of the aliens' intelligence. We had that. Uh, we had a moment of that. <laughs> I earlier. want the brain gremlin. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, there's that old scene in the critic where they're watching Jurassic Park two, the critic, the TV show with John Lovitz, uh, which. Uh, um, yeah, it was just short really, lived, but amusing. Short lived, but very yeah. good. Who was there? Was a guy who was a writer on that? That was uh, uh, Judd Apatow was a writer on that. Ah, and uh, there's a scene where they're like, it's like, oh, Jurassic. I don't know what's happening like, right now. Yeah, the okay. the aliens the aliens are realizing they're trapped and they can't get out, so they look to the weakest alien, kill him, so that they can use his blood ah. to penetrate the 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 floor. Are they going to explain that later, or was that just no? You're ca- you're going to see it. You're going to see it. Like you see that the others. No, no, I get the acid thing. Uh, just that the. Uh, it's it's hinted it's hinted at because they all here. like because three of them turn towards one and uh, then the last one's like oh guys what ah you're killing me gotcha. see now you see his his corpse is sure, that the floor. part that part I get yeah uh, yeah the it would have been part. funny if they were riding aliens on Hoth and then Han sliced one up and put Luke in there and it's like Luke 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 you're Luke, Luke you're officially a puddle Luke <laughs> yeah. I put him right here <laughs> what's this rib <laughs> yeah it's just I mean we'll take it and make a woman I. I, I, it's like it's this weird. Ah, this movie. Whoa, hurts that's my like brain. Fifth Element and the. Yeah. Anyway, wow. This movie like hurts my brain a little bit to watch it. I just I again with three, it's like oh, it's a series of near misses that just sort of, sort of happen. And this one, you're you're just like. I think I, I think this watching. year is about the only moment of surprise that you get. Yeah. Because he's looking and whoop. Oh wow. And he'll come back later, and he's an alien. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Spooky. That would make sense. Well, no, it wouldn't, but none of this does, so. Well, seeing as you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it for you. <laughs> well, someone talk. I haven't seen this. That's not fair. <laughs> I can't be I the one. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, you know. I, Whoa. God damn, he's hairy. Dan fucking Hidea. <laughs> really? He's funny. Yeah. His armpits Just go all the way existing. over his shoulders. I love how the, he wakes up and the first thing he does is put his cover on. That is so military. Yeah, that is, but 
But again, they're on a ship. Like in a weird way, this is that's more... also a totally Samantha thing to do. No, here's anyway. here's the thing. Th- <laughs> oh, this is something that this is something that I I, I mentioned mm. in the first movie. It's Alien. I was... told you, don't make me be the one. <laughs> Alien is oh, a very. I like yeah, it. This is cool. That's cool. That I like. Yeah. Again, some great ideas in here. Yeah, they're intelligent. They've got intelligent aliens now. Watch out. They're not just primal. That's great. Uh, and, and this is certainly gory enough to... Yeah, man, come on. Um, Eddie, what's this movie about? I don't know, man. Like, I Again, the, the, the first movie was Blue Collar in Space, Haunted House in Space. Yep. All the characters were just like... They were just like... They were like a factory worker in space. Like, they had... It was very lived-in sci-fi. It was very practical sci-fi. Good, it was good, like good. realistic sci-fi. It's like, okay, Some if I was... shit goes down, then they bring in the military. There's I, aliens. Yeah, there's aliens. And like, okay, and the, the banter between the, the Marines on the ship, very, you know, very realistic. And okay, the evil corporation wants to actually use people. My God, that's a stretch. You know, all that stuff is very realistic, identifiable. Now it's like... Oh, we're going to, again, grounded, lived in, realistic sci-fi. Not too dissimilar from like what Twilight Zone or Outer Limits was doing. Sure. This is like, wait, wait, okay. Alien 3, we skipped Alien 3. Alien 3, uh, you know, try to continue in that tradition. Okay, again, it's just, it's one alien and haha, science, hot, you know, uh, metal expands when it's heated up and then cooled rapidly. So there's your science lesson of the day, folks. <laughs> but it's a progressive dumbing down, I, I feel, from aliens onward. And now at this point, oh, they're cloning it. So naturally there's an alien inside of her. Well, no, that's not how. <laughs> It works at all, and what we know about cloning now, and not only that, but like now the synthesoids are creating a synthesoid, and and all this other shit, and like, and and that's the thing is that Ian Holmes' performance in the first Alien, he's not that emotional of a guy to begin with. So when you find out he's an android, it's like okay, that makes a lot of sense. Bishop had a very like cold, calculate not not calculate, but a very cold, distant. You yeah, know, an ambiguity was, to yeah, him. Amb- ambiguity to him, exactly. This one. Our synthesoid likes to drink, and she sticks up for people, and she's one on a writer, and she cries, and all this other shit. And it's like and you have the scene in the church where she's apparently Christian now, right? And now we've got a guy who can hit a dude after four ricochets, and we've got super. So basically, here with I, I would classify Aliens as a smart action movie. Are we all in agreement? Absolutely, there? absolutely. Now, yeah. I feel like this is a dumb action movie. Right now, this does is that sad. Make, though. That, this is this, this little is a popcorn thing the, movie. This is well, it's not even. Uh, I, I liken it to what Eddie Izzard talks about when it comes to British movies and popcorn movies. Like, you can't eat popcorn to a British movie. <laughs> oh, it's God, like, I love did that. Did you come yes. in here? No, I didn't. Well, you better leave. Yes, I think you better shout. Like, and you're trying to eat popcorn, and you just sort you of You can't give eat up. popcorn to that. Yeah, it's like, I I remember I saw this in a theater, and, uh, and me, me and my friend Amy were watching this, and I literally had a thing of popcorn, and I didn't eat popcorn. I didn't eat popcorn once throughout the whole thing. I was just sort of like... <laughs> And she's like, do you want popcorn? I'm like, I don't, I don't want popcorn. I, I don't want popcorn through this movie. This is sad. I actually feel really bad for this guy. Like, okay, yeah, he's paralyzed. He's not going to really feel that, I don't think. And then it lands on his shoulder or his face or something. Oh, uh, his ear. His ear. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. It's just but like... We, we, we blew right by it, but uh, I actually really like the the whole thing where he's got a, a weapon concealed <laughs> in his uh, wheelchair. Yeah, he's, he's hobo with a shotgun, essentially. He's... Uh, <laughs> Although the number of shots he's able to get off on this thing is, well, you know. Again, it's just like. It's it's a Hollywood it's, magazine. It, well, and not only is it a Hollywood magazine, but it's totally the the kind of, I mean, sort of like we almost we talked about in uh, 
Doctor Strange love, where the guy gets right. sprayed in the face and just kind of does a take. The monster's getting shot, but instead CG of running, alien. it's just going, oh, no, 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 like yeah. in the line of fire. There's a lot of CG alien in uh, this particular film. There, there, there was only a couple of shots of it in Alien 3, and this one right. we get a lot and of none, CG alien. And none in Aliens. No CG aliens. Nope. In aliens. They did the uh, alien. alien? That's you CG. being sarcastic? Alien. <laughs> alien they did Wasn't with one aliens suit. Wasn't Aliens 86? Yeah, I know. A- well, alien yeah, they just, did with one being... suit. Aliens they did with six suits. Yeah. Uh, alien 3 they did with, I think, what, probably just the one suit. Uh, maybe a hero with the with the articulating That was thing. a weird thing, whatever yeah. they did to make that explosion we, we, come we, together. We talked about in, in Master and Commander how, like, Oh my God, Dan! Seriously, Dan Hedaya? Like that's the thing we're going to spend time on? You bravely saluting the like that? That's just it, it feels phony. It just feels so false. There's, some, I mean, we talked about Master Commander how they went to extreme details about about you know the way that they tied the ropes and how you know does that really matter? No, but it, the kind of personality that would care about that thing cares about all the other details. And I get, it's see, attention this, to detail. That, that moment right there, definitely a Peter Jackson. Uh, uh, compatible moment right yeah with the yeah no i'm i'm, with, I'm with you on that but but we, we talked about like how all that detail matters in creating a world and creating an environment alien you get that world you feel you identify with that world right away and it feels real and it's tangible and identifiable same thing i wonder with if i wonder if some of that might be because the the director is foreign so he's like they're military right so they salute yeah, exactly. That's the thing. exactly like they just and that's the thing those those this are looks like the millennium falcon kind of you're not wrong. It's You're like not, the David yeah. Fincher Falcon set of hallways. <laughs> or or so aliens. Was, uh, aliens. There's aliens all, had the alien actually had a lot of corridors, a lot of hallways. But again, the hallways These are wider hallways. The so reason why we saw those uh, hallways. Well, in the, alien, the octagonal ha- hallways yeah. are very aliens. The reason why we saw those those halls in aliens is because we needed to see Sigourney Weaver being chased throughout them as the as the self destruct button is is going down, and we had to have that sense of geography and that necessity for it. The, you know, like again, all those things existed in the first two movies for a reason. Like all those little tiny details came to give you uh, a world that you can believe in immediately. I see this world, I don't believe in it. I see this the, this what they're doing. I don't believe these yeah. characters. I don't care about these characters. I don't care about their actions. Like there's some great moments, but they're wasted on. This on is supposed these. to be. A, you, this is reckon- supposed to be like a huge ship, and I think in the opening opening crawl we saw that it's accrued by 47 enlisted men and seven officers. And it feels like Das Boot. It's like you, it's, uh, that's crazy, bullshit. It's crazy. If you run into a problem where your movie's done and you're looking at it and you, and you don't care about the world or the characters, if you can be that objective about your movie, how do you fix a problem like that? Uh, is there any coming back from that? Because it seems like something that you by, at, at some point you have to be on board with the movie by way of right. caring about the world. You, so it you, seems like some fixes you could do in the beginning. Oh, how, well, how do you get there? Well, the fixes need to happen at the beginning. Uh, otherwise, you need to do something about the scenes where you're introduced to the characters, or or if that's lacking, you need a scene where an intru- as a, you know as much as I'm, I kind of have an an issue with how like pithy this. Uh, this particular uh, philosophy of screenwriting is uh, you need some save the cat moments in there. You need to look at it and say, this is why I care about – at, at the very right. least, this is why I care about this character and that character. Right. Okay, we've got a cast of tw- 12 or 20, but I've got two that I need that I care about, Right, and that's what matters. Has, has yeah. Ripley done – in this movie, has Ripley done anything – to warrant your sympathy well, hell, you or could, your interest. I, you could just stop her. there. Has Ripley done anything? She's, she's just laid there. She's shot a couple hoops. Yeah. And well, she's used her acid blood. That's the thing. The the studio, the movie, everyone is assuming 
are we will have sympathy for Ripley at this point. They're assume they're they're is they're she a lead in this movie? Is the idea that she's a lead character in this movie? I, I wouldn't get that from this movie so far. Well, no, I wouldn't. I haven't. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like they're assume they're they're banking on yeah, our goodwill. Kind of assumed they're banking on our goodwill for this character from the very beginning. Now, an and, aliens, but it's not even the same character. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They're they're just they're just they're assuming we're gonna have goodwill for Ripley based on the previous three movies. But Aliens doesn't do that. No. Aliens starts us off with. Well, you know, you were supposed to be asleep for a year. You've been asleep for 60. Your daughter is dead. Everyone you know is dead. You're down on your luck. You're now a forklift driver. You're having these horrible nightmares. We sympathize with her. We mm-hmm. empathize with her. She goes looking for aliens, not for their sake, but to heal herself. Right, we, catharsis. Her, yeah, the, her entire journey is motivated by her need to heal and her need for catharsis. We have no reason to sympathize with we her. Have we, no, we, we don't even have less so, even, yeah. actually, because now she's like half alien. Winona Ryder is a tough case to begin with on its own. So, so she's I mean, she's she's got a strike against her yeah. already. We have no main character in this movie. Yeah, is the, what a, it is. The alien, oh I guess. But you know, like, and that and that and we'll get to that in the third act when we meet the the hybrid. But we're supposed to have sympathy for the hybrid in and of itself. We're supposed to care. And so Not it's at a all. Tragic thing, and it just falls flat, and it just becomes fucking laughable. This is a Jurassic Park moment. Yeah, this is a, a post Jurassic Park world we're living in. So, whoa, whoa. that was kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was cool. pretty cool. <laughs> Well, she, that's that. this is okay. This is our hero moment for for Ripley. This is like okay, you've actually done something. <laughs> but again, look at like it's so awkward. It's, it's like what? Yeah, yeah. No wonder you speak French, dude. I don't. You don't understand how words work in English. It reminds me of that Saturday Night Live sketch sketch with the uh, the Swedish theater players, and they're doing like, "Hey, buddy, we are Italian American, and I drive a cab." You know, if you ever check out Saturday Night Live, they do a thing where it's like a Swedish American or Swedish theater group that like does American movies and American scenes, and like the dialogue is all like completely wrong. Let's go to the Yankee sports game. You know, it's it's just really really clunky translation. Oh my! Yeah, so I think I think it is the kind of thing that I completely expect to see. Like, like if I didn't know they were speaking English, I could completely buy that this was a foreign film, and it's just kind of translated a little weird. And I'm like, well, maybe in French this makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, it, it's it's basically a French film made yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's. I mean, yeah. It's 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 like the ending of uh, of uh, what Forty Nine Blows or whatever. Where, like he's mm. just running. Um, no, it, it's the. <laughs> Let's let's have a thought experiment here. Let's set the scene for you. Let's imagine like a Duncan. Let's let's uh, let's imagine it's Saturday night. You've had a great night out with your friends. It's two in the morning. You're slightly buzzed. You come home. You turn on Sci-Fi Channel and you see this. But it, this wasn't this is alien. awesome. This is an alien, but this is like a Sci-Fi original movie. And it's 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 you've got about an hour and a half left of this before Sharktopus comes on, and you're hey. and you don't and you don't want to you know you want to see Sharktopus you don't want to change the channel thank you're you. too tired and hungover to to like change the channel so you watch this and you sit through it and somebody says oh what did you last night oh I saw Sharktopus oh really he's like yeah and before that I saw some movie like that's kind of and I hate to say that it, it pains me to say that about the Alien movie but that's sort of where we're at we with just it. we just had a. Uh... Uh, uh, it's not a. It's not a. Um, I don't know if we've talked about these before. It's not a uh, as you know moment, but it's more an as the audience knows moment. Like right. Winona Ryder just summarized the movie thus far to us but to explain like, what, two it sentences? to to explain it to her buddies to be like, oh, they cloned her because they wanted the alien, but then they left her alive. Blah, blah blah. It's like, whoa, I was. I've, I have been paying attention. I was there. I didn't dream that. So why are you telling us? Because the only reason characters talk to each other out loud is to let us know something. 
This feels like a sequel to Alien Three. Yeah, not, not a sequel to Alien. Well, very astute. You're gonna get a, you're gonna get a bit of you're gonna get a bit well, just of uh, aesthetically and tonally. Now this, I think, I think this may have been a Jean, uh, a Joss Whedon moment where she rips out the tongue. And you, I mean, you know, Joss Whedon is all about strong female archetypes, so it makes sense for him to do this, you know, to do this movie and 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 whatnot. But but in terms of production design, it's not supposed to be flexible like that. It's supposed to be rigid. It's supposed to be yeah. So, oh, layer change. Okay. Yeah. Um, Granted, I may be being pedantic here, but no, no, you're right. You're right. You're it's supposed right. to be like it's always been rigid. Yeah. Here's here's our Joss Whedon dialogue. Like you'll get it in a second, but she, you know. Um, yeah, but it's uh, not like that. Like, I thought you were dead. Yeah, I get that. Or no, that's later. That moment's later on. No, that's at the very it's end. It's like killing right. your own kind. It was in my way. Okay, that's that's a cute exchange, but you say it's like killing your own kind. You do realize you have a bunch of guns, and you didn't bring them for aliens right. initially. Right. You were perfectly all right with killing your own kind, so why are you making a thing of it? Well, right. I guess you're a robot, so so I guess you don't quite understand it, but. So he's still here. Yeah, he survived. <laughs> he's Santa Claus. I wouldn't be at all surprised if Santa Claus came out of that door. No fucking. Shit, I'd be right? like, you know what? <laughs> I heard there were some goddamn aliens in here. <laughs> By the way, I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> all right, fine. I'd be like, you know what? This movie just got interesting. Holy <laughs> I'm gonna shit. sit up and pay attention to what happens now. And then Mr. T comes I, out and Ultron. I, I do believe we officially have ourselves a protagonist here. There, there was a in the 2000, like in 2004, leading up to the the the. Um, Alien versus Santa Claus. No, That's the, <laughs> the new franchise. Leon, spin-off. Leon, the election. There was a thing called the Bush game, and it was it was obviously a very anti-Bush uh, game. But it was like an eight-bit video flash game that was made where He-Man. Uh, yeah, it was, it was He-Man, Mister T, and I want to say uh, somebody else like Rambo team up to fight uh, George Bush, who basically summoned Voltron <laughs> to to rape the Statue <laughs> of Liberty. And uh, and so and like He Man's all fat. Mister T's got di- or, uh, diabetes, so he doesn't want to go. But they they get them all together, and then Hulk Hogan is like you you gain playable characters as you go along. So Christopher Reeve shows up, and he's in a wheelchair, and all this other stuff, and um, and uh, it's just it's just crazy. And like it was so much fun because it was so absurd and stupid. Like that's what this movie needs. If you're gonna be crazy and stupid, go full force with it. Take go full Santa Claus. <laughs> you need to go full Santa. Yeah, you need to go one Santa. Go full <laughs> retard. Yeah. Now this uh, th- this gunman here, you'll see him uh, with the crew cut. He's in Training Day, and he's also in um, uh, Clear and Present Danger, and it's pretty amazing. Raymond Cruz, Raymond Cruz, really, really good. He doesn't get a lot of work these days because he, he should. He's he's really solid. Yeah, Raymond Cruz, really good actor. Oh hey, we're halfway through, and now there's stakes. As a matter of fact, when I was reading the <laughs> good times. Uh, when, when I was reading the novel in Basic Training, that's the I I I had Clear and Present Danger in my mind, right? And uh, that was the that was the actor I was because when you're reading and you don't know who's portraying the character, right, right, right. That that was the uh, that was the actor I was imagining was portraying this character, and I was glad to see that's who it uh, turned out to be. The same thing in uh, in Sphere no. in Sphere when I was reading Sphere, uh, Sam Jackson. That's the that's the actor I had right, that playing character. the guy in that. Yeah. I like this moment. This is a, this is a wonderful little callback, just in the visuals and in the in the setup. Totally, yeah. No, it's really good. Where did all that smoke come from, though? Who's been farting this whole no, time? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, again, it's just like I don't know, man. Like when you, when when you first saw this, what like at what point did 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 you did it it lose it for you? You know, I don't even remember. I, I only really saw it uh, once. I, I think I mentioned this on one of the other commentaries. Uh, I bought the box set, and 
at some point I moved either to Florida or right. from Florida or whatever. That was during Aliens, I, yeah. And I was like, I only really need to take the first two. I had already right. bought the box set, and the other two are sitting somewhere in my mom's house. And it's like, no. you wanted to save the two, the the one ounce of traveling. Yeah, cost. exactly. I wanted to save exactly that much space. Not not to not to be labor of fashion, don't. But um, <laughs> but I mean, look at Ripley's outfit now versus Alien or Aliens. She's wearing a workman's uniform in Alien, and and you know some awesome underwear later on. And then she's wearing just you know whatever suit she seems to have here on the ship. She's wearing like fucking Blade Runner. Not even like just some weird fetish like, leather gear. Yeah, yeah it's just really like like it, Matrix armor. Sort well, of. like you remember, it was a, back to the point I was saying earlier about how it it uh it, it totally defies like any sort of accessibility or identifiability that the, you gain from the first two movies. Right, you know? right. I was thinking about that before. Well, that's the French production design. And it was I, I I just looked up on Wikipedia. It was a French effects house that that oh, did it? this. The guy uh, Didoff or whatever the Didoff. fuck Didoff or Didoff. Didoff or what the fuck ever Jerkoff uh, Jerkoff yeah let's Didoff. call him Jerk Jerkoff. Uh, he was the visual effects head. Now uh, here we go. This oh, is really earlier. this is like I like this idea. I like the horror of this. You gain some sympathy from it, I guess. I if you put this in the first two minutes, like if you saw this on the way up to making her, yeah, and then like maybe a few lines here and there, you might gain some sympathy for her, but. Now it's like I don't know. Yeah, well, but I'm not this even is part of the core idea of what this movie is about. It just took them a long time to get there. It's it's I mean, but the movie isn't like the movie loses its central theme because it had to serve so many masters and so many different requests. What's the central theme? Someone stated. It. I don't know. We've missed it. Yeah, no see? idea. You know, the movie clones? lost its central theme. What is it? I don't know. Clones but are clones sure. are bad. Don't clone things. If you're gonna clone, if you're gonna clone things, make sure the DNA wasn't mixed because that gets weird. All right, let's let's do a game. Let's do a fun game. Let's go around. Everybody come up with their own tagline based around how you would market this movie and what this movie is essentially about. Oh dear, I, okay. that's not fair. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, fair enough. We'll accept you for it because this is your first time seeing it. But like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start with you. Wait, like, I got one. I got okay, one. go for it. In space, no one can hear you suck. Okay, that, that, that's 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 I agree, and that's but I mean like actually try it like actually that try on the nose. But, uh, yeah, okay. try to like actually like how it you know because like the first one no one can hear you scream in space that's perfect that's great you know that's a great example of it. Um, there's other like taglines for movies that I think are are really good, but you know on, on a on a one sheet. But Matt, what would you have? You had to like write one sentence on the poster for this movie that wraps up everything you're gonna be in store for. What would it be? It would it would have to be I don't know if I can condense it to one sentence right now but it would have to be something to something to the effect of wait why does she care about this something thing to that's the effect her. of the the evil that lurks inside mm. okay I, I, but she's not evil inside she's good inside she discovers the good in herself of her there's no evil the evil is done to her to get to her insides it, it would have something to do with the the, the effect the fact that okay she is a hybrid of human and alien right. Um, and then towards, and then at the end, we get to meet the hybrid who is a hybrid, who literally is a hybrid of the aliens and human. Yeah. Um, and something along those lines, I'm, but I, I don't know if I can condense it right at this moment. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, that's the thing. I, that's the point. That's the point of the exercise is that I really don't know what this movie is trying to accomplish or the themes it's trying to, I mean, identity is great, but like, you know, who are you? Nature, nurture, like... If if you if you're just a oh clone. there's got to be a quicker way come on <laughs> yeah kill me you okay I'm gonna drown yeah. you slowly you get you put you, but you know what if you watch the director's cut of Alien you get the exact same scene <laughs> like I, yeah <laughs> no I get with but, that with uh, with friggin Dallas and the he's cocooned up and yes. she just goes 
and he's supposed to be dead. Right. No, shoot me in the head for yeah, fuck's yeah, sake. No, I'm Which, with you on that. Wait, they just had the Hero Complex Film Festival last weekend, and they oh, showed right. that director's yeah. yeah, yeah. cut. Yeah. And I had never seen that that sequence. Oh, really? Before. Yeah. 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 The, the, they showed the director's cut for both of those. That's funny. I was. I, was, I really wanted to go new. to that. By the way. Yeah, it was uh, Alien and uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. They showed yeah. the director's cut. The, or yeah. the, they showed the director's cut of Alien and uh, the final final cut of uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner. I knew it was different. I hadn't seen it because the new one is only a few weeks old. Yeah, if it took if it took these but, um, if it took these movies to get alien, Ridley Scott back at the helm of an Alien franchise movie, then then if that's what we had, you know, the 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 night is always longest before the dawn. Uh, <laughs> then, I'm then, looking for because he, he's talking about doing two prequels, two prequels yeah. back to back, and, and they're, they're going to they're going to have to do with the uh, the the pilot uh, now from he, Alien. Do you know uh, Do you know why he never did any of the Alien sequels? Uh, did he say why at the thing? He did. Do you know what? why? By all means, tell me. Nobody asked him to. Well, <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah. Thank fucking you. Fucking amazing. Thank you, studio system. And I, it was funny. It, like, that's right. awesome. And Actually, I can, no. I, can I just I, imagine that. No, that, that, that's that's, yeah. that's in one of the special features for Alien Three on the sec on the second disc of Alien Three because I'm a geek and I've watched all of these. Right. Um. The, the, one of the uh, I think it's David Geiler is talking about how uh, it, for Alien Three they wanted to revisit uh, the planet of the aliens, but they didn't have the technology at the time. Right. And he's oh, kind of hey, it's Ron Perlman. He's kind of he's kind of like uh, off the cuff. Uh, Don't you remember from when he first appeared in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, okay, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He's like, yeah, we had talked about doing. And going back to the planet of the aliens, but we couldn't do it at the time. And then off the cuff, he's kind of like, "Yeah, I'd like to see Ridley do that. I'd, I'd be interested in doing that. I'd like to see Ridley do that." Ha ha. Well, I mean, who do they? I mean, they went. You know, again, they went through uh, uh, Danny Boyle, Peter Jackson, Brian Singer before they landed on Jean Luc Picard, and uh, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Captain Jean Luc Picard of the and that ship. Even the ship is stupid. The ship is just USM ugly as fuck. And it's of not, the USM Ariga. It's it's like it's like everything that was good about the first movie they just do opposite of this. Is one. that Mars? No, it's it looks like Jupiter. It's more Jupiter-ish, <laughs> yeah. Is and it look, supposed I'm... to be Jupiter, or is it supposed to be some random planet in the middle of nowhere? I, I thought know. it was always Mars. How how no, no, sad it's, is it, it? No, it's Jupiter because yeah. they're heading towards Earth. How okay. sad so is it that it's this probably Jupiter? This movie, no, they're, they're supposed to be operating outside of re- of registered space. No, but it's going towards Again. Earth. They said it's three hours till they get to Earth. Look at those headpieces. They're but not moving. But there's no reason they're heading to Earth. And if they're just passing Jupiter at that speed, they're not getting to Earth in three hours. Yes, but I mean that's again like. How sad is it that this movie came out the same year as Event Horizon, and I would much rather watch Event Horizon. Event than Horizon uh, yeah. actually knows it's what good. it's doing. Yeah, it's, it's got a point. As a as a movie, I thought that was actually the first um, the first scary movie that I saw in in uh, theaters, and that scared the fuck. It out scared of me. the hell out of me. Yeah, <laughs> me, yeah, me, uh, me and my girlfriend at the time we were like afterwards we just had to hug for a while. We were just yeah, like, Event Horizon, fucking, good shit. Yeah. yeah, I had to hug your girlfriend after for a while. Like hey, that. man. And, 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 and Event Horizon. <laughs> why you? Why I ought to have Paul, some credit. Paul W.S. Anderson. Yeah, but who, who I hate. I yeah, fucking awful, hate. But that movie, all right. Yeah, that and Mortal Kombat, I'll, I'll forgive mm-hmm. him for. Like, the first Mortal Kombat, I, I kind of love for, you know. That was one of the only movies. I was actually working in a movie theater at the at when Mortal Com- the original Mortal Kombat came out. That was one of the, the only films I've seen be- uh, the day before it came out. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I convinced all my friends. I was living in Hawaii. I convinced all my friends from my dorm to go with me down to Waikiki to well, see. Hang on a second. Hang Mortal on. Kombat Annihilation, and they hated me so hard afterwards. So they were just walking around that room with the crazy strobe lights from the first alien, which is obviously what they were trying to do. Right. The guy freaks out, and they're walking around this room for a solid minute. Right. And this guy freaks out, and then somebody decides to turn on the lights. <laughs> Nobody decided to turn on the lights. When they walked in in the first place. Oh, no, you it, and your logic. Clearly, they know they're in the mo- they're in a movie. Yes. Yeah. It would spoil the mood. 
Yeah, all all these all these setups that that uh, Picard does in this like are they they work in they're similar Amelie they work in Amelie I I buy it with Amelie and but here I just I it's it's so out of place and just and this <laughs> unfortunately this guy will always be remembered as the guy who fucked the chick with a dildo blade in in seven um, every time Lula I see Norser. him yeah I well you know his name I know him as dildo fucker <laughs> and uh. uh <laughs> And that's unfortunately all I'm ever going to get out of him. Like he's, that's, he's in Saving Private Ryan, though, isn't he? He's wonderful in everything. Ah, uh, yes, I, I remember he is, him. For yes. the, I remember him for the dildo blade. He's one that's, of those that guys. You see him, and yeah. like, Oh, I remember him. From Except it's like, oh, something. the guy with the dildo blade. That's all you always like. That's the sentence that comes out of everybody. I, oh, it's that guy I, with the dildo blade. With the dildo blade. <laughs> going going back to to the the whole uh, director thing. I wonder if it wouldn't help us to be. I personally don't am am not familiar with any of his other the director's other works. And City I, Lost Children. I have to wonder if I wouldn't be more appreciative of this film if I had a better understanding of his other. That's uh, not working for me <laughs> so far. I'll tell you that much. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, some people. Um, oh, M- uh, Michael Stackpole, who wrote oh I Jedi. God. I just freaked out at a shot just because it was I badly Jedi? framed. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. okay. but it's... like that guy standing there. And then someone behind him kind of stepped to the left, so like the top of a head kind of came into yep. view. It looked like a spider was crawling <laughs> on his shoulder or something. I'm like, what is happening? But then it was just bad framing. So, because then I saw forehead, and I'm that's, like, oh, okay. There, there's a big difference between you know, there's there's quote unquote rules you learn and and whatnot, and there's a difference between like when someone's so good that they can break the rule for a reason, and and you buy it. Like in Shining, when Jack's talking to the ghost of whatever, it breaks 180 like five times. Like right. I mean, you go directly back and forth 180, but it's okay. You believe it because it's unnerving and it's it, you get it. Are you There's talking about in the bar though? The bar. That, that's different. That's not no, actually crossing the 180. I, I it, if it's not, it's it's if, a if great it's impression a, of if it. If it's on the uh, if it's on like the central axis, you know. So if if the line is ex- is extending from me to you, if it's my point of view and then your point of view, that's not no 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 no. The... Squared up, two people standing this way. You go here with right. You go over the one shoulder and the other shoulder. Right. That's shoulder, not shoulder. Like there, it's literally just like a master shot, and you see the profile of both men, and then you flip to the other side and shoot the opposite direction down. Yeah, for a thing like that though, but he's supposed to be going crazy, so that's obviously right. Yeah, exactly. It's unnerving, and it's it's and so you don't know where you're at. As opposed to Spiderhead, it's like which you can very much. There's no rhyme. Well, that wasn't that wasn't breaking the rules. That was just a screwed up little thing. It's like I mean, but but again, like that's I mean that'd be like okay when you make your shots, make sure nobody you know like that's that's something. Make sure there's not a spider head. Make sure there's a spider head. Why are there always ducks? I didn't interrupt you or break your point. Anyway, Michael Stackpole. Oh yeah, Uh, I was at a convention once with Michael Stackpole, and he was uh, talking about how some writers uh, can dip into genre and do um, you know they can write their Star Wars novel and then they can go write their own fantasy or science fiction series. And dip in and out and play by some some other universe's rules and how some authors just can't and I would imagine it's it's very similar for uh, whatever Jean Luc Picard I'm just <laughs> gonna it, call him that yeah it's fine we're uh, we're sticking it's like Batman and Wolverine we're just yeah, yeah. we're sticking with it uh, speaking of Star Wars we've got the backpack full of Z3PO over here with the guy <laughs> on his on his on his back there the, the, is this the, <laughs> is this trying to be like the greatest hits of previous Alien movies I don't I mean, know like, everything. We just, I mean, just in the past For a second, I minutes. thought you said greatest tits. I'm like, well, I'm yeah, a little per- Personally, <laughs> just in the last two scenes, we had the strobe thing, and now we have them walking through water. And then we had that hallway thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like we talked about at the beginning. Like, yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah. a movie that's bad that you can say, oh, well, they make shot. clear errors here and there. It's just this head scratcher, this, this curios- curiosity of a film. I feel like if I, if I'm walking down the Ripley's Museum, I, if, and there's like a TV with this plane, it, I would buy it. I'd be like, oh, it's the guy with the giant hands, and oh, it's the woman with 
with the beard, and oh, it's Alien Resurrection. <laughs> I, I I feel like this has a place in it. It's well, not, if it's Ripley's Museum, it's stick with the kid. Now, in, in terms <laughs> of production, I have to give complete credits to Wait, what to all the. Why is she crying? It, in What's happening? Of, for to all these actors because they they actually did all of this underwater stuff. This yeah. is this is like abyss quality heroics going and, and, on right here. In this case, it'd be a long walk for a large glass of and water. And this whole crawling along <laughs> the ground thing that was that was come up that they came up with that on the set because they realized it was easier for him to crawl along the ground than it was to swim with somebody right. on his back. Uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff going on in this scene. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's my review of Alien Resurrection. I, I remember distinctly watching some of the behind the scenes on this, and I guess they had a sequence. Maybe it's coming up where an alien is in the water with them. And yep. They, no, it's coming up. And they, they have a shot in the behind the scenes where uh, they show putting a guy in an alien suit in the water and he just sinks to the bottom like right away. And like, oh, I guess that's not going to work. We right. should probably get him out of there. Right. <laughs> it's like you guys couldn't. Yeah, no, that the, the, uh, it was uh, Alec. Uh, I believe it was Alec Gillard. The same uh, that the, the, the same. There's two guys, uh, Alec Gillard and Tom Woodruff. Who have done the alien? I believe it's Alec Gillard. Sorry. No, I can already. Uh, this is this is a neat idea, and also it's a great idea. As soon ben as the, the bullet guy, was going towards it, I'm like, oh, that's not going to be good. Once Alec that Gillard, starts mixing up in there. Since since Alien <laughs> yeah. Three, Alec Gillard has been the guy in the suit, like period. Even even in the AVP movies, uh, which we're going to gloss uh, over. We don't now, have to do those. Do we, we really can we don't. just skip those? Uh, I hope not. We should save that for a live show. And Why get can't really she swim? Drunk. What the hell is happening? It's like you know those. <laughs> Seriously, who taught you to swim, yeah. woman? Like <laughs> she seemed to be doing fine until just now. You know so, those dreams where you're being chased and you try to run but you can't for some reason. That's what this is. Look, <laughs> someone's literally she, just holding. This her. actually reminds me of you know, a, this, this, this is Jaws. this is Darwin. This is this is Darwin at work. This woman can <laughs> swims like a freak. You deserve this. This like, actually reminds me of a scene of a uh, a, uh, a scene from uh, the Jurassic Park, the novel, where the the T Rex is in the water and the, the two kids yeah. are the two kids yeah, are yeah. like the, the the girl is like oh they, they he can't. Sw- he what can't is she swim, doing? and the, guy, the guy's like, "Of course he can swim, you little idiot!" And he's like, he, "He's the, the the it describes the the T Rex swimming like a like a uh, crocodile, yeah, with the, with, with the tail like that." Like what that. the yeah, exactly. hell? What the hell was that moment where, where she's, she's just, just uh, like, "Look she's at me!" Cocking her head and like, "Look, what? I'm being coquettish underwater towards an alien." Yes, and you haven't breathed in like five minutes. Well, she is half alien. Find well, she's, she's half alien hybrid. Like, yeah, you kinda, she's experiencing you know. the 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 dichotomy of being yeah. half alien, half human. Meanwhile, they're, they've got to break through the amniotic sac here. Um, yeah, the idea of an underwater alien is an interesting idea, but I, at the end of the day, I'm I'm cyn- didn't do much with it. I'm but cynical. It's an I'm cynical idea. enough to like think, oh, we can make aqua attack aliens and make that toy. You know, I, I'm cynical enough to think that that was the the motivating process behind it. Oh man! Yeah. And again, the the alien, even the design of the eggs is so much better in the first movie. You know what I mean? The 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 first movie, the the egg is you don't see a lot of it, and and like and like Mike said earlier, like the you see the alien way too much, way too early. Like it's just it's way too much alien early on, and any sense of like dread. yeah. In terms of seeing, so I, so I will in, ter- in terms of seeing the alien, alien and aliens does the best job. Yeah. I will say I like the the internals of the alien uh, of the egg that they did in that close up when it opened in front of that like they had the six alien? people lined up. No, right. in this one, really, they, they they did a bunch of stuff where like the fluid was moving around and stuff right. that I thought was kind of neat. In fact, I was we were on another point. I was going to say something about how each movie kind of try seems to try to update it and be like we're doing it this way now because we have more right. money and technology. But. Right now. 
what I always wondered about this is like, why is Winona Ryder upset about this? The alien can't lay an egg in her. She's not a human. She has no human parts. Like, it, you know. Well, that's the whole thing. She, she she's as, she may be synthetic, but she still has the um, the 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 sensibilities of uh, a human. Right, but but Bishop was always but, aware of the fact that yeah. he was a synthesoid, and he very and he very much played on that biology. Neither Ash nor Bishop were ever concerned about it. God damn it! But I she's hate a synth. But, but this is the first time we're seeing a second generation synth- synthetic person. Right. I I realize why I haven't seen this movie in a while because I <laughs> I try to live my life being happy and reasonable and, and fair and equitable to a lot of things, a lot of things. But when I hate something, I'm just a relentless hate engine, and, and I'm I'm feeling the hate. Eddie is come full out. of hate. Relentless right hate now engine. I am. God damn it! Like, Wait, I'm going to take that. Why don't, a, that is a title for something. Relentless hate engine. Why don't you? Why don't you like that scene? In per, well, why do you hate that scene in particular? I. It's. 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 See, that's how no, you no, fucking the, swim. The ricochet. He. He. Like. Here's oh, my the, ricochet the ricochet. Thing. God the, damn it! The things in a lands perfectly and it blows up the eggs and now we're cool because and and they they it's like oh it's clever because we set it up earlier and. And, uh, and I whatnot. didn't even associate it with the ricocheting. I'm like, yeah, you shoot it up, and eventually comes down, and uh, down is where the things are that you want to explode. Yeah, I, I love, I love my my Joss Whedon. I absolutely, I respect him deeply in his writing skills, and I and he's written a lot of things that have really directly influenced me. With all of that said, um, he has some, he makes some suppositions about action and fighting, and and shooting and whatnot that I, at the end of the day, I kind of have a problem with like even like even in firefly he uh there's like a line where mal punches somebody says like i know you're supposed to hit someone with a open hand but it always feels better doing with the fist it's like no no don't hit someone with an open hand that's actually not as good as you think that's like he probably heard that from somebody and whatnot so when it comes to shooting things and ricocheting well and but whatnot, at the same time mal probably heard that from someone well, I, so, I guess you know. but it's like i, I don't but know mal should know better Exactly. I, I, I know i know i said it before but i just want to say again how beautiful winona Ryder is I know. I know. I, I said I, it earlier. I'm no, just saying, I, I, yeah. no. I, I get you on that. I and I, I don't. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. I think she's. I, I think she can do some cool shit. I just, you know, and, I don't know why she was Fox's mother, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, my I'm only problem with that is that she was. You know, up I, all I have to confess, I didn't realize that's who that was. Until I didn't on the, the first on the first viewing. No, either. until oh, hi, several viewings Leland. after. Oh, just throw the gun at it. <laughs> just throw everyone the, else. Does. Just Fuck throw it. the the the. If you're gonna go for the Hollywood back. cliche, Wait, there's lasers now. What the hell is no, this? No, no, no. It's badly drawn. Uh, uh, muzzle fire. It's badly no, CG. Tra- like tracer oh, fire. I think. Wow, tra- it's badly. It's badly. Yeah, done tracer fire. Whatever it is, it's done badly. Yeah. yeah. It's the same kind of thing you see in Galaxy Quest and uh, Chronicles of. Reddit. Oh no, my face is burned. So my hand has been. Uh, what? I have no grip strength. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I like this bit. That's funny. This kid, this kid, quali- <laughs> here in LA, down at the Complex Theater, they have a thing once a month called Horrible Movie Night. I, I, I don't know if this qualifies for that, but th- th- it's, it's getting there. It's this scene at least. Is this sort of- again? Like, I mean, if you squint, hey, dude, your legs work, so kick it off. I know, right? <laughs> if you squint your eyes enough, like it kind of looks a lot like City Lost Children, just in palette and and design and lighting, like it, and you know, obviously not as many aliens in that movie, but. And if you haven't seen City of Lost Children, folks, give it give it a whirl. It's a it's a cool little movie. What yeah. was gained by doing it that way, as that, opposed to just pointing downwards? He's shooting flare guns. I don't know what he's shooting. Like it's not, and he's missing. It's making it's it's a handgun sound design. He's not even sighting down the barrel. How the, how are you going to hit anything? And and it hits, and then it has a delayed detonation. So I don't. 
Really? Yeah. Did that just yeah, happen? That, that was yep. a thing. That, that was a thing spiders. that happened in this movie. He shot a spider because the spider scared him after he just shot a fucking alien to death, after his friend is bleeding from a face acid burn, after fucking everything that's happened, a spider scares him, and he shoots it with a gun. And there's alien a resurrection. Moment. There's a moment there. It's not even just like a, ah, bang. It's like a, ah, oh, it's you. You bang. fucking guy. <laughs> I've been waiting for this a long time. <laughs> I don't have to be scared of you. <laughs> Uh oh! Now there's another and thing. Now we get the heroic sacrifice. Yes. For no reason. No, just kick it. No, for no your legs still your work. Goddamn foot. Your Chrissy, foot. no, this makes no sense. Chrissy, Chrissy, you're an idiot, Chrissy. It doesn't need to happen, Chrissy. Seriously, undo your boot, Chrissy. Yeah. You fucking moron, Christy. There are several yeah. other solutions readily available to us. Yeah. That takes like slightly. Scars. That takes slightly more thought than this. A second grade education would have done you well, Christy. My God. Uh, well, he is the Muslim. I apologize now, folks. I'm just, I'm ashamed. How, I how apologize far? to all those first graders out there. <laughs> how far into this are we? I know you're smarter. Seven you weeks. Smarter than yeah. Wow. An hour and 13 minutes and 10 seconds. So we got about. Uh, I got to be honest. It feels like sakes. I've been sitting here forever. <laughs> we got about another half hour to go. I know. You haven't moved from that position for like five hours straight. Uh, it's been just silly. And now we get the the quasi sort of oh is it going to be scary oh no it's not oh, ah we're not oh running. shit Sorry. oh okay. no I totally thought it was an alien when I saw boots <laughs> and the slow pan it's our first I thought you were dead moment hero sound this guy that guy oh. has amazing upper body strength. Yeah. He's been hanging on for like twenty minutes wait are her robot parts showing or no like they've just realized she's a synthesoid now right. Something I don't happened. know, or or else they're like, they're just wait, about to. Yeah. Maybe the black guy's going to come back too. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's one of those. I was sure that yeah. asshole got you, you fellow human. <laughs> <laughs> yep, body armor solves everything. I did. I have body armor. Yes. I hate being shot in my human chest just as much as I love American <laughs> rock and roll music. <laughs> and Earth sounds. And Benji Gable, what gam? I'm, <laughs> I'm not an android, folks. I'm not a... Oh, yeah, well. Oh, by that. the way, I bleed milk. Yeah. He, Even well, the blood... Shot, hey, that's a big he, fucking gun That's like wound. Elmer's glue. Yeah. That's not, they didn't even get the consistency right from yeah. the first two movies. No. He shot... Well, I, I, it's milk, well, but he did shoot me in the chest. That's so, I mean... A, a wound for... A bullet wounds aren't <laughs> The entry big. wound is small. The exit wound is big. That's yeah, like basic physiology, folks. I did like uh, that, that. There's a there's another good line uh, uh, among the uh, the haystack here. Right. I should have known no human being is that humane. That's that's a, that's a good line <laughs> because humans are the real <laughs> monsters. Uh, that's like every fucking like we had that discussion on the forums where it's like, you yeah. know, about AI and man, you want to see me become full of hate? Like that's play that. So movie. so is this another what is it like to be human mo- it, it's, movie? It, there's a bit of Asimovian, not just with Android, but just with the the idea that she's a construct. Yeah, there's a bit of what that is player. this human emotion you call yeah. love? Yeah, I mean they're both striving. Yeah, yeah. They're both. She wants to pass as human. Ripley desperately wants to find out what she is, and that's why they become friends and they sort of bond. They, they she identifies with it. She gets it. Like she's a glorified toaster. That's the thing. Is like Ripley, yeah, they're in Battlestar apparently. That's the, that's the problem with cloning as a storyline is that okay No, that it, came up in Alien 3. Well, no, but not but not just oh, that, yeah. but as far as like cloning goes, it's like okay, well, we've we 
memories or being self-aware that you're a clone like i mean that that's not something that we've that's ever really agreed upon as far as like a genre trope and uh and so therefore because that movies tend to do different things with it with this one she's very much aware from birth that she's a hybrid but yet she has all of the memories and yet so if you have memories are are we as people not defined by our memories? Isn't like the 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 experiences that we have? Well, that's the question, us? isn't it? That's well, that is the question. But that's I don't think it's I don't think it's much of a question. If like if if you I mean, well, it's certainly not one that the movie is bothering to ask or much at establish all. or even like discuss. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's an assumption from from Jump Street that oh, it's Ripley. She has all her memories, and she's not really human, and she's sort of aloof and and distant. So that, so she gets it when we need her to get it, and otherwise she's weird, and she's like, yeah. what? Humans? How yeah. does this work? But the, and so that's the thing. What that's... happens when I put my finger in this? Yeah. yeah. So, so what differentiates her from, say, a replicant? I know. I asked myself from, that question. From, say, <laughs> a, uh, a Nexus 6 replicant that has all the memories of somebody's niece. Well, that's the thing. The, 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 but they, they don't... I, well, I, I We got I, the... Freaking Galadriel eyes in there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you will have a queen! Strong and violent as the sea. What was what was that? Oh, shall I love... That's, that's her... Yeah, I know, dude. I know she's a robot, but fuck. Yeah, her, her <laughs> beauty mark... warning would be nice. <laughs> her beauty mark is her USB port. That's, oh, that's what it boils down oh, to. Oh, I get it. Accessing. 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 Because they all burned their, their Wi-Fi modems. I, I gotta say, my favorite single... Uh, interface from a humanoid robot is robocop it's a giant fucking spike and i'm gonna stab it into the giant fucking spike port and therefore access anything and oh by the way i can kill the bad guy with it yeah yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know i think uh, shit my keyboard should be a my, the, my keyboard plug should be a nunchuck like it just <laughs> if that's if that's what we're basing this off of uh-oh. uh-oh i love that's good that's awesome it's like no, wait, it, it, no, oh you better get a grip uncle, on that uncle. shit fast <laughs> pal i'm okay Although Uncle. you're you're pointing a little high, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like there's a guy in between us. I'm gonna point it right at yeah. you. You point it right at me. It's like, well, won't this go through the well, guy? And- well, well, my bigger thing is is like he is not the one you need to concern yourself with. Yeah, he's point gonna, it at his chest. He's anyway. gonna end up dead pretty certainly. Well, it's, that's, it's the other part. That well, that's the weird thing because later on in the movie, when the thing finally does erupt, he he has the presence of mind to take the bad guy and and press his chest is the bad guy's skull to his chest. Oh, that's right. He does that. Yeah. 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 It's like they, they they conveniently remember some things and forget other things. Ooh, my my, <laughs> my best friend uh, writes for uh, Cracked. He's a crack columnist, and one of his big things lately has been taking old comic books from the '60s, scanning them or downloading them, and redoing the captions. And one of the captions he did was an ad for uh, Micronauts toys, but it was an ad for the Micronauts villains toys. But the thing is, they're the simply worst designed villains. They're just like these weird blobs with like weird arm weapons and whatnot. So he changed the text of it and he doctored the text so that we're very, very sorry for these toys. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like Repto. So he like he keeps the font that says Repto, but he changes the flavor text. So it's like, hi kids, I'm Repto. I guess I've got a skill software hand and a tampon for the other. And and uh, I was going through a divorce when I was being designed. So. You know, we're very like all this other stuff. And then at the very end, it says, you know, the original text was like, these toys presented to you by Migo. And it just said, we seriously apologize by Migo. <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> it just talks about how like how they're under like very traumatic circumstances when they're designing these toys. And that's kind of how I feel about a lot of these scenes. I just feel like these scenes are just I feel like an apology should come with some of these at least. Like because we get a lot. It's very easy to play, you know, uh, you know, uh, 
you know the armchair quarterback and say, okay, well, after the fact, I, this is why this happened this way. But I feel like, and I think movies. There have been a couple movies where they like explain why bad things happened and why things turned out the way they did. I kind of think I need this. Well, I mean, we just had the we just had the scene where the guy's like, father, father. If you remember Alien, the commuter was mother. Yeah, yeah. It, it like, just it, changes it for no reason. Yeah, exactly. It, it just changes it for completely arbitrary reasons. Oh, and the first one, it, it's a, this unnecessary callback. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it's, yeah. It really is like Alien Greatest Hits. It, it, I know, right? It's like, it's... Is it? I don't know about Greatest I, Hits. It, well, it's just like... <laughs> alien things you've seen. Here's a bunch of alien stuff. We're going to put it in a movie, and you're going to pay money to see But it. it's different, not as much fun. Go. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. This is all the stuff we weren't allowed to show you in the first three movies. I'm gonna throw this out there, and and I, and because you you guys when you I mean you guys started down in front and predicated on this very movie, but is this sort of like the Phantom Menace of the Alien Resurrection? I mean, like, are there are the mistakes that Lucas makes with the prequels? Like, do you see parallels? Well, to no, what it's like what I was saying. With By the other, way, look at that cross. Like, on, okay, yes, I get the imagery. Like that. All right, fine. It's well, like honestly, what I, was, I thought. If, this if, was actually like a little makeshift chapel. It is, is that it just is. supposed to be? No, no, it's, no, it's it totally is. But just the, okay. the framing of the shot, like just the you know. She, know. It, 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 that's another thing from having read the having remembering having read the novel. Um, she, there's a whole thing where she's like. What, why are you doing that? No, well, because I actually believe you, stupid human. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Going back to the like, I would say um, sorta. I mean, it's like what I was saying with the underwater sequence, where it's the sa- it's the same problem with Phantom Menace. You know, it's it's a if, bunch if, of interesting little things. Yeah. It, if anything, in I would, an entirely unsensical situation. If anything, I would say Alien Three is more a Phantom Menace than Alien. Well, this, this is this just sort of exists in this weird. We, I mean, st- we still haven't been able to figure out where it belongs. Yeah, it's similar in the sense where it's like, so where are you going with this? Where's where's this going? Yeah, I mean, all right, but but you going to tie this up anytime soon or what? Yeah, I, uh, and look, I'm all for introducing new characters, and, and and look, and it worked very well in effect to aliens. Like you got a lot of mileage out of those characters in aliens, and most of them die at the end, but. Mm-hmm. You you feel you feel very satisfied with their stories. Like even at the very yeah. end when um the lieutenant and what's her name Gorman. Are, Gorman and Gorman and Vasquez. And Vasquez are holding a grenade together and they have and it's like and they have that little moment together. Yeah. That's a great way they've to hated each other. And that's the a whole great way film. to yeah, that's a great way to tie up both of their characters and just in, in really good shorthand and 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 you get what you need uh, from the that. The smoke is back. Yep. What is happening on this ship? Well, they're on smoke deck. For, uh, a forward. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're, they're on, <laughs> Matt's making eggs on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's filled with smoke. I'm sure there's like some sort of like reference to that point. <laughs> I just don't like how feral she gets. I like, don't know how to cook eggs. What are you talking about? I, I uh, you know, I, I get a, as a point. You as an actor, you need to try new things. I, I fully get that, and I, I understand the incentive for it. But you know, I don't know. She's in pain. She can sense it. And yeah, here we go. Now we're now starts the long descent. It seems like those lunacy. floorboards would be designed to open up. <laughs> like you know, they would sit down on whatever frame you have. So in case you're walking over them, they don't fall out from under you. Well, in the in the te- question mark in the technical manual released concurrently with this movie, that's Alien Port Four. Jordy LaForge <laughs> laid it all out. Now here we go. Um, yeah, Mike pays special attention to what's about to happen because uh, I. I have no idea for what. And then I fucker thinks something's weird. Yeah, <laughs> this is particularly one of those. Is scenes this going to be I like those scene, that scene in Team America? If you've seen no, if you've seen any sort of like you know, legend the of alien going to poop on her face. If you've seen the like legend of the Overfiend, 
or any of the Orotsuki Doji films. It's Devil's Snare! Uh, yeah, no. uh, or any sort of like hentai porn. You're not far <laughs> off from this. Hentai? Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. I, saw, I saw tentacles. I definitely well, yeah, I mean, did. Legend of the Overfiend is the famous hentai tentacle rape anime movie. Um, I gotta see that. What's and, the name again? Uh, well, the, in Japanese, it's... It'll, it'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, I look forward to that Google search that Matt not has to do. Not safe for work. Uh, not safe for work. No, in Japanese, it's... Look it um, up yourselves. In Japanese, and uh, one of our forum members who lives in Japan can probably correct me on my enunciation of this, but it's uh, Urotsuki Doji, or Legend of the Overfiend. It's a trilogy of movies with demon out, tentacles. Craig. and Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't know if you said it right, but you said it with authority. I, I took two years of Japanese in college. I remember five things, and I sound I sound fancy in a sushi restaurant. That's about it. Um, but yeah, like, so yeah, so like my German. This so, all seems so, very tender. Oddly, uh, well, what what you suspect is happening is indeed happening. Mm-hmm. She's fucking that alien. Mm-hmm. No, a, no, she's just being taken to the nest. Yeah, I thought she was fucking that alien. No, no, it looked like they were. She just... fucks the alien though, right? So far, they're just uh, cuddling. No, Eddie, do you want to talk? Not not directly. They. they indirectly stop like, stomping on his dreams i'm sorry I th- it's it's indirect like the she the the, the hybrid is a result we just of panned to the space a, fireplace okay the, the it's, per- just, it's the, starting the the people i've seen this movie with leaned towards me and went she's fucking that alien isn't she and i'm th- yeah i gave that that was the impression i got watching they, the they, there seemed okay. to be lateral it, motion it seemed to be carrying her somewhere it didn't seem to be doing any right, of the thrusting just yet well because that's how it cause works you can't do that while fucking because the next time you see her, not she, that she's smoothly in the nest. Yeah, she got fucked all the way to the nest. What's wrong with that? Eh. But nothing. But, but uh, I, can we but have nothing, one item of interest? I could, I could actually list quite a few things that are wrong that, with that. I just want to point. Yeah. I just want to say. But I call I that Thursday. But nothing results of that though. That's See, this is what we. This is a Mexican standoff, Teague, By the way, which we mentioned in the previous thing. How do I like these? Uh, that might, guy might even be Mexican. I'm not sure. That'd be a change of pace. Yeah. As we established. Uh, Mexican, Cruz, I w- Mexican I would anything. It's fairly rare to Mexican. Why do everyone, why do everyone hate, why do everyone hate robots in this series? Are robots like the recently become an actual social I, norm? The movie norm? doesn't take the time to really establish you'd think, well, no, But that was the case in Aliens. You'd think after... And Alien. No. Every, but he, you know what? You, he was fine. She just that was it. That was another uh, you ca- uh, very clear director type of shot right there. Yeah. Nice but I mean, correct angle. me if I'm wrong. You cared about Bishop. You did. He earned your sympathy. He had the Save the Cat moment. He yeah. had like... I mean, you get it a little bit later in the movie. That's but. the thing about Bishop. If you watch the... He, he has this sort of ambiguity while you're watching it. But it after you've watched it, if Those you watch it a the second time, happiest blood splatter. He's playing it straight the entire time. This is pretty fantastic. Like as far as like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this is his. Watch it, watch it. So he knows he's dying. So he's just like, fuck it. I'm. I've got huge Might balls. As well now. take this guy with me. Exactly. I've got gigantic balls. I've never had before. Now because fuck and, it. And here we go, ladies just and gentlemen. <laughs> Here just, we go. Just, oh, just right the head. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> this is so stupid. Usually it takes a few more thrusts than that. Yeah, but even they got right? the biology wrong because we go down the dude's throat. Yeah, and the it's alien is up. clearly in the esophagus pointing up, yeah. and then it comes out horizontally chest, through the yeah. dude's head. That doesn't make any sense. None whatsoever. Oh hey, I, yeah. Thing. So he's he's alive and he's ahead, and yeah. See, see, this intimates that they they did it, and I don't know. Well, what they're talking about here is that like ra- like rather than laying eggs. She the, the queen has she, she gave birth. The queen she's has about developed to give second, birth. She has a womb now. Yeah. There are no eggs. And she and There's she's all... giving birth to this. <laughs> there is no there are no eggs. There's only Zool. Um 
and the creature inside. That is Ripley's gift to her. And reproduct. Yeah, that's right. Although if that was, cl- uh, although if that was strictly, cl- strictly yeah, uh, accurate, it wouldn't protrude out of this oh, thing. Okay. It would. That come is out laughable. Of some kind of yeah, that is fucking laughable. It, it's like I halfway expected. Like it's like a Bill Cosby routine, right? Like, it, you know, it, and this is the, the point where alien with the stirrup. Like, I mean, I half like legs it, and the yeah. stirrups and uh, yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Give me morphine. Yeah, I'd like yeah. it's it's just it's fucking. And Johnny Badger sitting there with the fucking cotton glove, yeah. a giant space vulva for like the entire fucking movie to see. It's just like <laughs> it's like I was thrust. Have some dignity, woman. Yeah, seriously, you <laughs> were so <laughs> terrifying in Alien Two. My God, hide your shame. Like it, it's movie so shameful about the vulva. I will, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm apparently defending I, the the. Woman race now. Vulva, I defend your honor, but like, <laughs> but I'm saying, I said space vulva. I was well, very clear. Right. That's true. That's true. I was, I was very clear those, about those are shameful. Yeah, see, I will say. This is just, this no is just excuse. gross. There is no excuse for a space vulva. This isn't like, this isn't like gory, like a uh, Saw movie that's just kind of dumb and stupid. This is just fucking lame and gross and. God. Yeah, this is taking <laughs> it to pudding. I'm pretty sure. A yeah. A whole other level of what the fuck? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, that the human reproductive system does not particularly look like that. Nothing. Maybe wrong. Whatsoever. And then this guy uh, with oh a little dear. nose and, and eye sockets. And eyes. He looks like the last stage. And eyes. He looks the la- like the last stage of Dorian in Last Crusade. Yeah. Right before he explodes into ash. He... Oh, shut up, you. Donovan. It's beautiful. Donovan. My beautiful not creation! Dorian. My beautiful creation! Like Okay, Dr. There's so many, like, tropes of sci-fi that are just done to lame effect wow that's a really bad like they finally tried a puppet here and they're they're like and he's gonna go as he turns yeah, around this, this, like they can't even put him on a lazy susan for fuck's sake he's yeah, just th- th- this design of the hybrid alien was very much jean-pierre genou's um mm. like this was his vision this is what he wanted he wanted it to look like that translucent human features saggy boobs like he this is exactly what he wanted no I, I th- they, they even went back and forth in terms of its uh, genitalia yeah in, in they scene, did. There's in a few different models. You can see that. Yeah, that would have been a fun meeting. And I just, but again, I don't know why. Okay, again, if we're gonna establish the hybrid alien as a character, why it, it kills its alien mother but loves, loves like uh, Ripley. I, I don't feel sorry for it when it dies because it just killed its own mom. Like I don't care if that it likes Ripley. I barely like Ripley in this. Mm-hmm. You know. In fact, that makes me like it less. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> The tough choice that Ripley has to make later on just falls flat and just yeah. stupid. Come to daddy. <laughs> this whole movie is an Aphex Twin video. Like, it's it's just... Yes, sir, indeedy. <laughs> it's just bizarre. It's like seeing that lead singer, like, with the tits and everything. It's just really... <sighs> our, uh, our, we'll give or take and say 10,000 non-Aphex Twin fan listeners have no idea what the fuck you just said. <laughs> Show notes. <laughs> and it's going to be my job to figure it out. Thank you. Well, that's how I say hi to my mom. That was all right. That, that was all right. Puppetry right there. It's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful so little baby. No, the the puppetry in it in and of itself isn't that bad. Like this, it g- was a little. It's it's a little herky jerky sometimes. Some of it's good. Every some time herky jerky. Every time I read an article about a new robot that can like swim or think for itself or feeds on blood, like that is a thing. There's a there's a blood power yes, robot. Yes, there, there is. Every time I think of that, I think of this guy's voice going, "It's so beautiful, my beautiful creation!" Right before the robot fucking kills it. Are you serious? 
brains. Stupid. That happened Give fast. Give me your brains. There's nothing like I mean, can you can you even compare like the tension that the first two movies had and like that constant, you know, lean I mean, this this does not keep me on the edge of my seat. This keeps me firmly squared back into it. This keeps me this yeah, this keeps me leaning back. If I didn't have to speak into the mic, I'd be leaning back, scratching my head. I would. I'd be like, what the hell is going on here? Before we recorded this. It's weird how confusion <laughs> okay. makes your head itch. I don't know, but it does. <laughs> they don't even sell shampoo for it. Yeah. There before this movie, yeah, per plus for dandruff and confusion. <laughs> Bad brought movies. on, brought on by <laughs> the alien force. No, uh, you know, the, Mike and I were walking to Seven Eleven right before we started recording this, and on the way back, uh, I said, "Like, look, this is going to be an interesting commentary because you've never seen it before, and I'm really afraid that about halfway through, I'm just going to start hate fucking this movie, and that's exactly my fears have come true. Like, I just, it's, it's just a total, like." I just want to like punch the air for like ten minutes afterwards after seeing this thing. The implausible jump. If you've ever seen uh, Boys in the Hood, when Cuba Gooding Jr. after his friend dies, he just starts punching the air. Going, I hate this place. I hate this. That's kind of what I feel like doing right now. The music is sure trying to make me care, <laughs> as I can tell. I that's like a parody I want to see done, where like you know when you get the the opera singers. Yeah, I thought you were dead. Yeah, yeah Jasmine's contribution, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, you know, <laughs> you know when the, you get like in, like in a um, uh, duel of the fates, you know, or Fortuna, or like I almost want like I think a good parody would be if somebody made that and but the music was like you should care about this this, this movie. Piece of yeah. shit is older than I am. Zing. Goddamn hatches! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, all right. This is worth... your your petty your petty bickering is very engaging. Yeah. The third act of your movie where we just saw a fucking alien hybrid bitch slap its head. mom to death and eat eat a eat green worm tug's head. I I am very excited. Oh, Damn I love the post production strobe lighting that lights everything. That's <laughs> so fucking <laughs> dumb. I've seen haunted houses uh, made at ho- people's <laughs> homes in Halloween that are spookier than this. Like <laughs> this is cool looking. The effects guys that did this shit looks it good stuff. I mean, you guys yeah, did the, a good job here. The Serenity looks great here, um, <laughs> especially for '97. I mean, really. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. '97 would have been about uh, 14 years. At after yeah. Terminator, after Tron, Tron. Tron. Oh yeah. yeah. There's BT and AT. BT and AT, and also BJP and AJP. I was going with JP for a while because it seems like the better one to go with. But, but you can't say AJP. Yeah, I would, I would say go with in, Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, JP is hard to say after BT, another letter. BT AT. AJP BJP. It's just like yeah. we need. We need a better movie for that. If you come up with a better one-letter movie that makes sense, let it out, please. Forums. Shock a lot. Shock a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Why not? Yes. A shock or a B shock. Yeah. <laughs> There is no this is just plain shock. shocking. Yeah. Hey, my scab came off. <laughs> That's what this commentary is devolved to. Let's let's That's fa- the wait, exciting wait, wait. third no, act. Let's, let's, let's see if we can find a USB stick. Front, ladies and gentlemen, turn let's, in every week yeah. for a new podcast. No. Let's let's get a USB stick and put it where his scab was, because that's how this God. works. Let's see what happens. Can he interface with the ship? <laughs> Can he interface with the Navi? I feel like I feel like Trey is just laughing in his chair right now. <laughs> Suckers. Oh, look at that. that was actually not oh, bad. No, that's no, the, pretty no, good. The, the, no, the puppetry the work, work, the pub work on the hybrid bad. is not this horrible. Alien the is face Tesla. work especially. Yeah. This alien is my cat. The creature itself is shit, but... 
the whole concept and idea, yeah. and the way it's shot and written and edited and, and everything is completely fucking. It only horrid. showed up five minutes ago, but it should have been the movie. It can emote very well. Yeah, it's fucking it's emoting better than a lot of the people, really. Now the hybrid does the hybrid have a tongue? You have a no, gun. Don't worry. The don't, hybrid does not have a. Don't a shoot it. Won't hurt Jesus you at all. Christ! You fucking movie. What are you doing? And then it's like, wow, that was crazy. I'm a trained military person, and I'm not going to fire at all. <laughs> French, but it's but the I mean, French aren't exactly known for their horror. This isn't like a Serbian film, you know. This isn't like, and I don't mean that as a, a generalization. I mean the actual movie called a Serbian film, where it's like crazy gory and whatnot. But it's 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 um. Say again. Martyrs, anyone? Yeah, yeah, mar- Okay, yeah, Martyrs is pretty. Mars is pretty good, but like, they, I mean, there's not there's not a lot of French like gory stuff going on. Like that's and and it's not like Jean Pierre Genoux is known for his horror. It's it's just weird dabbling into a genre that's I don't know. He's like people. Oh, whoa, that was quite a that was amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're heading to Earth, huh? Yeah, that's the threat. Is I mean, did, that did is. I, did I miss a thing? Uh, no, they've no, been talking. They've about They've been talking that. about since the beginning. Like no, that they're heading. Her. Like the th- the third act is motivated by the the escape to Earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. for some alien. damn reason, the emergency procedure is let's head back to Earth. Sorry, because Mom. Because Earth is a shithole, apparently. Get away from that bitch, you. Hit. Wait, I'm uh, confu- okay, wait, my I'm daughter, myself. son, whatever you are. I Get away the, from that robot. I don't even know the gender of this thing. It doesn't either. That's well, why it's actually, so actually, actually, that's the thing, because initially its genitalia uh, was sort of. Uh, uh, what's that thing where you, where you have both? Vagina? Hema- oh, hermaphrodite. <laughs> hermaphrodite. What's that thing that a girl... No. Uh, <laughs> hermaphrodite, yeah. The, that best of both Chicks worlds with type dicks. of condition. Yeah. Is this the movie yeah. where the thing gets sucked out of the hole and his head's yep. less than the Oh, cool. Yep. Well, right I like that, that sequence. Which, thank you, Mythbusters, doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, in a vacuum, you don't get How did they like test that? that? Sucking in, a person in, through in a, a In a vacuum. Oh, okay. <laughs> in an airplane. Did they, did they create a... See, this is just creepy. This is just like... It's like in the new Karate Kid when Jaden Smith I kisses that girl. Really it's just really awkward, and, you know. My God, what are you doing? She's a great shot with her own yeah. blood, I must say. Yeah, um, she's been I, working on that. I've been an amateur blood shooter for <laughs> half my life, and I can't do that. <sighs> Why? Because fuck this. I'll like never this. join you. <laughs> like this. I suppose in some remote world this might work, but you would in the process you would decompress your entire yeah. spaceship to yep. to zero psi, Ow. and that's a hickey. the The thing I got to look away from is when the 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 skin first breaks on the outside. Oh, I uh-huh. hate that. I hate that's oh, that's that is icky. It's it gets grosser, dude. It's like like none of this makes me happy. Like it's just, shut up. You're not sad. I know. You just stuck your fingers in Winona Ryder to torment her. I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah. Okay, come on, do it. Usually, well, do it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but do it. Here we go. Pop, pop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, its arm just gets sucked in through its like. It's like a cartoon. Yeah. It's like it, it's like and it, it's like silly symph- silly symphonies you, got really gory one day. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what else should be happening? The the, the this movie the, should be over. Yeah. Well, aside from that, but the, presumably this alien ha- also has acidic blood. It should be eating away at yep. the, at this hole yep. as it's being sucked out. Yep. No. Uh, hey, crack. Okay, I guess it does a little oh bit. Oh, my God, the skull was a thing. 
Okay, so now we have no choice but to enter Earth's atmosphere so that we don't decompress. In space, no one can hear you, meh. (laughs) And we're going to arrive in Rio de Janeiro in two, one. Thank you. You, whoa! What? What was that? What just happened? That was that the main was ship. That was, a, oh. that was the main ship that blew up there in the. That was the mile-long spaceship, right? Right. Blowing right. up, um, which you know, blowing up on on Earth, way less damage than an alien or two. Like, yeah. Oh, this will go well with a big hole in the window, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> at least they're addressing it. Okay. They are. They. I mean, I gotta. You know, they. It's What's not burning. It's not oh, the worst thing in the world. They they are at least addressing the shit. You're right. Imagine reading that on page. What's burning us? Shit. You're right. Shit. You're right. Ah, that's the next line. They, they wrote that out. Uh, I will never see another American baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if I'm not mistaken, that is the thing it- that I like. My American blue jeans will never get worn. If I'm not mistaken, there's, there's actually they actually land it just outside of Paris. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. I don't give a damn. They can land on Middle Earth at this point. I, I wouldn't give a shit. Like, I think that that would be yet enough. Just like uh, just like Terminator Three, they land on Middle Earth. It's like, whoa! It got way too interesting know, right? right at the last second. We've landed this on been the movie. She does look like Frodo. Well, Terminator's ver- <laughs> that is, that's so Frodo. Terminator's ver- versus Urukai. I'm down. <laughs> what is this? We've landed on Greyhawk. Coming up next, Alien versus Dungeons and Dragons. Like. <laughs> And yes, I know the world that Dungeons and Dragons takes place on. Greyhawk. Is the movie over? Sort of. Nice clouds. That 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 was a good shot to end it on. Oh dear. The love no, that dare not little, speak its uh, name. Dude, at at some point you I am smiling. At, at, Michael, at some point you gotta get out of your system. <laughs> well, I know that, but <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if you're fucking John Cena, Ron Perlman. You saved Earth, the shithole. Because humans are the real monsters. <laughs> Listen, Why been, did we care about you know, Earth in this context? You know, I do, I we have no wanna, reason to care about Earth. I have to say that um, uh, you know we were talking about the the robots and stuff like that. It's like it's been two hundred years. You think there would have been some kind of robot Martin Luther King? Yeah, Jr. some sort or of equality movement. There's some kind of movement where so, where it's not. You can at least be be in, be openly a robot. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream. Bleep bloop. Yeah, uh, something. I, I have a dream of. Electric sheep. Right now, the last renaissance is going on. Yeah, yeah second, exactly. renaissance, second renaissance. Second they renaissance. traveled in Thank time. You. They're in caveman days. They're the uh, 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 and uh, fates uh, of black and no, no. There's wait. Isn't there another stupid? Oh no, that is no stupid credits. Shot. Yeah, credits. Okay, all right. Starting with unit production manager. Uh, that's usually okay. yeah, that's, that happens. That happens. Sometimes. No, that if if the um if the rest of it if like the director and writer and stuff were at the front, it's usually the you UPM get that. Yeah, that you'll credits. see. You'll okay. see. Yeah, okay. you'll see the above the line. They that, usually that or the cast that goes. But the, actually, that's an interesting point. UPM is really the guy who kind of keeps the ship together. UPM so is a big deal. It's a big okay. fucking deal. Okay. It's like it's 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 a equivalent. To an, equivalent to a first AD, it's like unit production manager makes yeah. shit happen. He's the producer that's actually the fucking producer. producer. Yeah. <laughs> this is but, the portion of the podcast where you learn stuff. Yeah, as opposed to fucking the movie, sure as shit because, wasn't because you made it. Well, you, well, you know what you learn by <laughs> yeah. watching this movie: patience, endurance, uh, the Book of Job. Uh, you've, you've, <laughs> oh God, Jean Paul Genet, Jean and not Jean Luc Picard. Okay, so let's let's. Guys, I'm, I'm really proud to say we have uh, finished one of the best franchises of all time. Yeah. We really have. We did. Well, and you know, half. on balance, I suppose. A yeah. little, a little front heavy. Yeah, <laughs> a little front heavy. But um, 
ultimately, Alien 4 is kind of fun. It's kind of ridiculous. I, I again, and I love things. I love things that suck. I I absolutely am a fan of of shitty things that because there's a certain charm and quality to it when something is done bad. That's really striving to be good. But I think I think Eddie, you're digging deep, man. <laughs> well, no, because I think the problem you is... you were hate fucking this. The reason why I hate it is because this isn't trying to be good. This bad movies are good or fun to watch when they really try and care to be good and they just have no sensibility of being good. These are all talented did you like people. 2012? I haven't seen 2012. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. But uh, but these are people who are capable of doing awesome shit, and they it all just collided into this big god awful mess. And uh, I wonder where Gregory A. Zemgals is. Now. George Stokes Jr. Interesting. Um, Trey's <laughs> son from the devil. The future. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go Mythology ahead. of Trey Stokes. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I was I was going to throw it to you anyway. I mean, any parting words for the Alien franchise? Um, what what advice do you have to the Alien franchise? Who's currently? This is like after Alien, kind of. It was a great like a like a great A student, and then he went to Harvard. But then, like a little while into Harvard. He started doing meth, and now he's like he's Trent Reznor right now. now. Well, we've, we've got maybe 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 Alien will get better and become a valuable right. member of society. Well, again. as we leave this movie, if we're gonna if we're gonna have that analogy, he's like he's like blowing dudes in the alley for crack money. Like this is where we sort of end this right now. Later on, we you know he may clear. I'm all I'm all for stories of Lazarus where he comes back stronger than ever. And if that's the case with the two Alien prequels, I will I will be first in line those days. But yeah, it's just it's so sad to end the franchise this way. Um Alien 3 infuriated me because it was so close to being good and just fell short in so many ways. This thing is just uh, it's just an oddity and it's oddly fascinating. And this infuriates you because it's so close to being bad. It's so close to exactly. It's, it's almost fun bad. Well, you know, to quote Mr. Miyagi, you know, walk left side of the road safe, walk right side of the road safe, walk middle road squish just like grape. So it's not fully good. It's not fully bad. It's this weird thing in the middle, and it just you know it gets it gets punished for it because it's just it, it it's a huge identity crisis, and everybody's just heading off in different directions. It's like that old Monty Python sketch where it's like a the race for deaf people, and they they hit the they or no a race for people with no sense of direction. They hit the they hit the the starting gun, and everybody just runs in like five different directions on the track, like behind you know forward, backwards, diagonally. When he runs into the stands, and that's why I feel like this movie is. It just it just goes everywhere at once. Go, it fails in every direction possible. Darkman, first time watching it. I don't really know what to say. I'm just kind of sitting here cocking my head like the RCA dog. I'm just, hmm. Really? <laughs> master's voice. I, see, yeah, I was just, I don't know what's going on here. Um, that, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, the, okay, okay, you're good, you're good, you're good. Yeah. Matt. <laughs> I, I'm still lost. Um, this, did, this did not illuminate anything for me. Uh, I, I still hold out hope for uh, the... the Ridley Scott prequels. That's yeah. I really have no enlightenment to to share, even after all this. Unfortunately, that we can't get you. This, past your this commentary was like a really rough, grabby hand job, and then we never came. <laughs> I want to come. God damn it! I really uh, just. Oh, I'm just. I don't know how I how I necessarily feel about the Alien prequels. I'm like, dude, it, really? Is that a story that needs to be told? We need to go back to this well, I, dude. Um, that's where we get back to Ripley. No, and Ripley it's being not. Ripley. It's, Ripley. it's before Ripley. No, it's it's before Ripley. Ripley. It's Ripley. Well, that's like the only yep. way you could possibly get Ripley back to where she was, and we're going to go back before and her now. Make her no, look the, the prequels before. are going to have nothing to do with Ripley. It's about the alien well, the, species. Uh, oh, well, I'm actually kind of interested. Yeah, I'm. I'm inter- I'd be interested in that too. It's it's, it's it earns a shot. All right, you know. So I don't know. It's I'm not just... going to stop it. So <laughs> what am I going to say? Yeah, I, I don't know. So just uh, yeah, Brian Fenefter. 
You know, I, I've already said. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I've just, uh, I've talked too much anyway. Sorry. <laughs> this has been Down in Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Go to our website, join the forum, involve yourself in the conversation. Please tell your friends about the forum. Visit us there and get the show notes and the fabulous conversation that you have been missing out on all this goddamn time. Go to iTunes, get a brand new episode every single week. Facebook, Twitter, slash Down in Front. You will find us. Cafe Press, buy a shirt. Go to the store, buy the movie, give us a dollar. And until next time, my name is T. Christie. Eddie Doty. Don't buy this movie. <laughs> I bet. Brian Finnifter! And this has been done in front. Good night, good night! I get that a lot. Sigourney was totally fucking that alien. Is that <laughs> yeah. how French people have sex? Trendsinyourhead.com